Extra, extra, read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Lift off. fucking episodes jesus episode Christ. 50 50 episodes motherfucker why the fuck why you guys listen to us for so long <laughs> shit 50 fucking episodes shit god damn it god damn it holy shit holy shit like uh, i have no 50 like i don't remember doing 50 well i did trss like i'm in 117 episodes of that shit yeah i'm, I'm still perplexed by that shit i'll uh we'll go into the whole brim of, 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 of what's of going that, on but I, I i do have to say that uh thank you everyone who's been sharing and following the show and loving it and hating it at the same time because i do the same shit like i love and hate this fucking show at the same time as well absolutely I mean, yeah I really believe me we have our we have our moments yeah, especially with maddie's like oh i gotta go because i gotta go uh meet such and such a certain place and i can't can we do the show like today like Today he did it to me, like today. Yeah, well, you know, I got, I got family. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking a busy twenty year old now. You know, I got, I, oh I got school, God. I got school, I got, I got school during the week. Then weekends, oh. my family wants to see me. You know, oh, play the play the Italian violins for him right now. No, it's not an excuse. Oh, it's, it's just a fucking excuse. No, it's not. It's an excuse. No, it's not. Please. In any case, I well, fine, fine. Real quick, would you rather me, um, not do it today and do it never, not do it tomorrow? Um. Cause, that's a good question. Because I couldn't do it tomorrow, hundred percent. You could, you definitely couldn't do it tomorrow. Definitely no. Why not? Because all day I'm spending with my family. We're not just going to the, the, the dinner. We're also going out to. Um, we're also going to Atlas. Going to the shops. Uh, we're also going to QCM tomorrow. <coughs> well, family's taking me out Saturday and Sunday, and then I'm going to the mall. I have to do shit. So by the time, even if I, even if I could have came. I would have had to come like, literally have an hour, and we can't do that. So I, why not today when we have the thing to do right now? Get it over with. Oh, and I, I have shit to do today. Shit, how the fuck you know I didn't have shit to do? Then you could have told me I have shit to do. We'll no, figure it out. No, 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 you know what? I I make I make. Uh, Let's not start fifty with fucking this shit. Huh? I, make, I make sacrifices for this show. You know, I I I do what I have to do. I cut off a limb if I have to. I I, I burn bridges with certain individuals. Certain other podcasts because of this show. Oh, really? That's a that's a that's a fucking fourth wall barrier breaker. <laughs> what are we in Deadpool too? It's, like, it's like um, you know, uh, other people might not like me, but yet like you still to this day. Uh, cockeyed Carl. <laughs> uh, but um, no hate, it? no hate, no hate. Yeah, no hate, no hate. Um, but um, damn, uh, fifty episodes already. I mean, I remember the first episode, but what, what, cutting a promo this week is definitely gonna be our our bag and all I that digress. shit. I digress. I must digress. Also, that wrestling has been on another level this past fucking week or so, where everybody and a mother are coming out in droves, starting to show that either they're wrestling fans or they know of wrestling. It's a, today, Sally and I, super producer Sally and I, will finally got to watch the video of um, Designer at Royal Rumble. Oh, right. Hysterical. It's so funny. Like, it's he, hilarious. And he skipped the fucking thing, the Grammys for that shit? <laughs> well, he, didn't, he wasn't invited to the Grammys anyway. Oh, or no. <laughs> nobody, nobody wanted him there. People, anyway. people were like, Designer skipped it. I'm like, no, he just wasn't invited. Yeah. So. When fucking Randy's theme hit, he's like, oh my God! 
<laughs> Josie's boy. Who pops when... over Randy? Come on anymore. Come on. <laughs> Josie's boy called me when it's over. It's like, um, no one could tell me that he's not retarded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Designer. Yeah, he's like, he's retarded. He has his moments. He definitely has his moments. <laughs> but... It's like, just God help us all, right? But um, make sure you check us out, man. I'm telling you, all social media outlets on a Facebook on a liking group page. Uh, check us out on Facebook, liking group, Instagram at Turnbuckle Tabloid. Check us out on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab, as well as on where else are we? At? Oh, YouTube, TRS is Turnbuckle Tab, and on Anchor. Check us out on Anchor as well. You'll be hearing a lot of anchor for me come this weekend because um Elimination Chamber is coming up, so I'm gonna be bitching about a couple of shit that happens in there. I know I'm gonna be bitching about a few shit that happens there. Let's I just know. say that um Bitter Red is making a return on on the social media. Outlets. Bitter Red is gonna make a return today on this podcast. Like you make sure you download this episode because there's a certain fucking story that came out this week, and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Let's just say J E double F J A double R E double T Jeff J double J. I'm like. All right. I'll get to that shit yeah. later. Fuck Jeff. <laughs> Kill Jeff Jarrett. No, nah, I'm kidding. Oh, by the way, and fuck this group. That's um, And I'll go into it more later on. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> before I get into it, I'll, go, I'll just say this. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Turbuckle Tabloid. I am your host, Jay the Red Santa. And I am the Fat Man Debonair Devastation. I am Met Fan Matt. Mets, fan, Mets fans reunite. Mets are back today. He's Met Fan Matt for today. Yeah, Met Fan Matt for today. Because it goes back to old ski. It, it goes back to old ski because I am old ski. And make sure you check us out on Rageworks.net. Rageworks.net is where you get everything under one umbrella. You did a gimmick change. I just remember that shit. We changed your gimmick. Yeah. You're not <laughs> Met Fan Matt no more. You Yo, a change. I'm telling you um, real quick. Does um, it work? What, old ski? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, but I kind of do miss Matt, 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 a little bit. Oh. But we'll see. Maybe I'll turn face again. But uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I was in school and um, like oh wait, finish what you were saying. Then I'll, I'll, I'll do a story. No, 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 because I'm like in hospitality, so we do like event shit. Okay. And it's like putting bugs into fucking food we like. I don't even know why I'm giving it a shout out right now, but I'm not. And he was like, well, I could make someone turn into a character. He was like, right, Matt? He was like, what's your persona on your podcast? And I'm like, well, uh, I was Met Fan Matt, but now I'm just Olski. He was like, weird? I was like, no, no, you're weird, you fucking shrimp. <laughs> and he, and, but you should give him the backstory of what Olski is. And I told him, I was like, well, Olski's like, that's my nickname forever. Like, everyone call it's my last name, but it's also the name that I've been called my entire life. Like, no one calls me Matt. Like, if, if you call me Matt, you must be either family or you're, you must be real close to me because I never get the word Matt out of, out of no one's mouth. It's always Olski. So, yeah. like, my teacher even goes, Olski. That's just who, I, that's just my name. Like, it's not my, my, my first name is irrelevant to most people. Right. So, I told him that. And you he, know how many Matthews are out there? Exactly. The how many Olskis are there? I actually looked up at like four. <laughs> you, your dad. <laughs> yeah, it's me, my pops, and my your, fucking, your brother. my brother. <laughs> my mom's Pranito. But, um, but, and then, and then they put my fucking, um, they put the podcast on the fucking television, on the big smart board screen, because they wanted to show our website, because we're making a website for the fucking event. And uh, let's just say that he wasn't a fan of our website. Well, you know what? I'm not a fan of you, he's you ugly ra- He's not a prick. fan of Rageworks.net. Rageworks.net. Make sure you check us out on Rageworks.net where you get all... Oh, that's what you call a segue, people. That exactly. We get all, everything under one umbrella. I'm a pro of this shit. I've been doing this shit for a while. We Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets as well as on Rageworks.net is where you get everything under one umbrella. Pop culture, movies, TV shows, everything prevalent and relevant in today's culture. Pop culture, that is. That's what we do it for the culture, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you check us out on Rageworks.net. TV shows, movies, comic books, previews, reviews, 
contests, everything that you want, man. Don't bookmark anything but RageWorks.net. Why go anywhere else? Shout out to Big Rich, who was out there at uh, the Toy Fair. Uh, wow. Yes. He, oh he posted a lot of shit up there. He posted a lot of shit, and those shits we're talking about look absolutely amazing. Yeah. You know what I want? So, whew, there's a Venom figure I'm dying to get my hands on. And by the way, shout out to Venom because that when the movie comes out, I'm waiting online to see that shit. Really? Hell yeah! Even if it's bad, I'm a I'm the biggest Venom. I want a Venom tattoo. I'm a Venom I, mark. I said, so honestly, I'm, honestly, they said they didn't need did they need no CGI for Venom or the only CGI because he needed for the symbiote. But as for the character itself. Mm-hmm. Paint fucking Brock Lesnar black, and that's it. That's your fucking Venom right Yo, there. Oh, he's Eddie Brock. Eddie exactly. Brock Lesnar, for real. Eddie Brock Lesnar. Eddie Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Paint him black. But, but I'm like a Venom mark, so I want a Venom tattoo eventually, like of the symbiote, of the fucking Venom symbol somewhere. So I'm getting that, but. um. Yeah, it? don't do it like across your chest. There's <laughs> That's some mook shit. I know no, re- I'm, I'm, no. There's a wrestler out there named uh, Rob Fury. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he still wrestles. I know now these days he's been doing cosplay. Shout out to Rob. I know him for years uh, when I was working with um, uh, Pro Slam World when I first started getting into indie wrestling stuff. And he has the Batman logo across his chest. Right. He's right. We, 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 and, and, and I'm sorry, but no offense to you, brother, but we violated you the entire entire time. So we saw you, so. <laughs> like, like, I really don't want to like. I mean, I love, I'm a Batman fanatic. I love Batman and everything, but. I don't think I will, I will put that across my chest. I don't know. I don't know. What would you guys do? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Um, I would never do that. Um, no? Never. No. <laughs> You're not putting a bench. You know what I do the, want, though? Chest. You know, I, I did get my tattoo, ladies and gentlemen. Quick update. Uh, it's looking good, healing fine. But uh, the tattoo um, fever is definitely in my in my, in my bones. Um, the, the, the next tattoo I want, I don't know. Tell me if this is mook or not. But you know those tattoos of people who get, like, the ripped skin? But then it looks like like underneath there's like something else like like you're yeah like, like something's breaking through the skin and then yeah I want on this leg this leg right here I want it to have the break skin but I want it to be like tell me if this is Mook or not like the Terminator robot Mook yeah Mook not Terminator specifically but it's like um, what the the face or like the like the no. like, like body part like a like a so so it's like it's like it's like my leg is ripping. But, right, but it, you can see like the body part but of the leg. But instead of my, but instead of you seeing like like my flesh and bones, if it looks like um, I'm a robot, like the robot shit. Like people get that, but like people, but like people. The, but I'm talking about the like a a full robot or like the robot part of the leg. The robot part of the leg. I've seen it done before, but they look cool if done properly. Like like someone has one, and it's like the Green Hulk. Right, like that shit looks dope to me. Like I I want that. Right, next. like I said, I've seen it done before, but if it's done properly, like it'd be cool. Right, so that that's definitely on my radar, but um. I want one of Hulk Hogan ripping through my skin. <laughs> Whoever gets that could please certify yourself Somebody as an absolute Somebody probably already mark. has that Did shit. Did you see the tattoo of Paul Heyman next to a, a banana penis? What? You haven't seen that yet? No. Somebody did a fucking a tattoo of that? Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put, I'm gonna put you on right now. Hold on. There's literally a Paul Heyman tattoo, and it's his face, and it's next to a banana penis that squirts out jizz. Nah. What do you mean, nah? Look. Hold on. Hold on. Nah. But, um... While I while I find the picture, how was your week so far, Red? It's funny because I don't, I barely remember like what the fuck is going. And there's nothing. This week is kind of boring. Yo, I've been playing Witcher three. Oh yes, exactly. And we have a UFC review this week, so yeah. please stay tuned for that. Witcher three, like I'm mad late on shit. I'm crazy late on Witcher three, but I'm I'm playing hey, that better shit. late than never. That and um catching up on playing uh um a fucking two K two K eighteen WWE. I'm still um I haven't, still played, that. I haven't played that game in a while because right now I'm playing uh Bayonetta. 
Oh, yeah, he's on his Bayonetta shit. Oh, and UFC 3, like I said, we got a review on that shit, I must say. Great looking game. Fucking hard as hell, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Yeah, it's, it's hard, hard as dick, hard, bro. Hard, but, hard uh, as fucking Peter North in a, in a fucking raging orgy porno. That shit is fucking <laughs> oh, God. ridiculous. But um, Literally ridiculous. So, yeah, you've been on your gaming vibe this week, uh, prepping for episode 50. Uh, yeah, episode 50, man. Shit, man. I'm going to get to that later. Cutting bro. a promo this week is literally us going in our bags and saying what we want to say yeah, for man. episode 50. Got so. some stuff going on this week for this episode as well. Got, um, yeah, got, got. Going into uh, this week's, um, I'm disrespecting. Look at that, I got the TRSS as well. Shit, my fucking weekend is gonna be packed, ladies and gentlemen. Shit, uh, <laughs> for for cutting a promo is gonna be episode fifty. Our our history of it, what comes from it. Probably I probably get into my bag and also get into my fucking rant about it as well. Also, uh, we got got a got a segment. I still I I came up with out of the blue. Came out with a segment. This it's called um, Red's Fortune Telling. I want you to check that out. I don't know if you listened to the past two weeks, but um. We've had the uh, uh, Mr. Fortune Teller in the in in the building in the past couple of times. Yeah. So, <laughs> I want you guys to check that out. This week also for the 50th episode, my guy who's been a part of TRSS, he's been, he's been on the show a couple of times. Now he makes a visit for Turnbuckle Tad- Tabloid. Comedian James Madden who we saw on the WWE network and I said Yes. Oh my God! I told Maddie. I said, He's on the list. "Oski, I know him. Yes. I know him. Like I know him personally. I know him." Right. So he made it. He made it stop this week. Comedian James Madden. He talks about his love of wrestling and what he's been doing recently, and he how he incorporates wrestling into his comedy act. He actually talks. He talks the wrestling lingo and everything, and he says for the most part nobody knows what the fuck he's talking about. And you know what? <laughs> if we go, we'll be the only ones laughing in the room. Uh, and also, of course, we got uh, elimination chamber predictions, and of course. This week's wrestling rundown. This is part of it. So, uh, guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be back. Facebook Live, don't go anywhere. We're going to be doing our rant and uh, cutting our promos and wherever the fuck is prevalent and relevant to our show. And I'm just going to do our fucking advertisement this week. Actually, we have a we have an advertisement this week for Black History Month. Oh, nice. Yeah, this week's Black History well, Month. It it's is Black a, History Month. Yeah. Um, James Splifton, the man who is in charge of inside the Turnbuckle Tabloid Studios, also inside of TRS Studios, ah. he is directing that for this week. It's very interesting and plus uh, very Great. uplifting, and he enjoys the marijuana. So we'll be part of that. Don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. Oski and I will be right back. Where is that? Pl- Where's that? So- Wait, hold on. We need a cutaway. Where's that cutaway? There goes that cutaway. We'll be back with Turnbuckle Tabloid with Jay the Red Santee and the Shrimp. Good evening. I'm your host, James Splifton. That's good. I am your host for Turnbuckle Tabloids Black History Moments. On this episode, we discuss an innovator in the world of black wrestlers. We discuss Mark Mamba Dundas. This man was the innovator of bringing a different light, a different culture, a different array of his personality to the ring. Before Mark, there was no individual bringing style, flair, and pizzazz from the black culture. 
done this in 1961, having already wrestled five years, decided he needed a change. He did not want to be presented in the ring as just an ordinary wrestler. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I went and I was out there. I was wrestling for five years. I was out there in the chitless circuit. I was out there wrestling, right? And everybody came in the ring and out in the chitless circuit. You had these white wrestlers coming in, listening, coming in there with their hillbilly music. They get in there playing all that up. Uh, the Elvis, the Body Holly. They also played some of that, that old bluegrass where. I was coming in. I ain't had no music. I was like, fuck it. I come to the ring. I just come to my damn son. What the fuck I gonna do, right? So one morning, I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm in the back, and uh, my boy, Jumbo, Jumbo came in the back, and he was over there. He was singing a tune, and I go, what, what's that you playing? He's like, oh, man, it's my boy, Lil Richard, man. Shit, yo, there's some good music out here, man. Lil Richard, he's an innovator. So I said, oh, well, let, me get, let me get a listen to that. I started listening to music and I just started dancing. That's what I was feeling. I was known as a good dancer, but I never heard Little Richard before. Yeah, all of a sudden, I just came up with this idea. I said, wow, I got a match in about 20 minutes and all these white boys going in there, coming in their own music. Well, I need to come in with my own. This was one of the moments where everything clicked for Mark Mamba Dundas. Well, see, they call me Mamba because... Uh, well, let's just say there's a few white ladies down in the strip and that, uh, you know, know me for, uh, let's just say I got a big dick. Mark Dundas was able to pioneer. He went up to the audio recording player and asked him, can he play this Little Richard song? I went up to him and I just said, yo, play this shit before I punch you in your face. Didn't take much after that. Now Dundas was keyed in to figuring out how was he going to come into the ring. Not sure whether or not the fans would approve and appreciate his music. It just so happened that night where we were doing a, a Tufa show on a Sunday. And it was jam-packed with young white teenagers, especially the white women. A lot of white women. I know I remember because I fucked three of them that night. So... When I saw how the crowd was, I said, I figured they liked this because these little white motherfuckers love this shit, so might as well just try it. Done this play the music, and soon as the booming sound came across the speakers, outshot Mamba and danced his way into the ring, hugged and kissed all the white teenage fans, preferably the women, jumped into this ring, and show the world his moves. And I'm telling you, I was out there, I was doing splits. I did all the shit relevant to what was going on at that time. I shook my hips better than Elvis. Fucking crack it so loud, fucking music and everything. Fuck it. I did everything in the moment. Man, me, I'm telling you, that's the first time I've, had, I've seen a wrestler get panties thrown at him. I was getting drawers, man. I mean, real drawers. Guys were throwing their drawers too. I didn't understand what the fuck. That was kind of weird to me. But Mark. Mamba Dundas, a pioneer in opening the door for black people to show their soul, their, their vigor, their culture in the wrestling ring. 
Yeah, I don't think I'm too proud of that shit because now from what I see, every black motherfucking wrestler out there is doing the same shit I did. And I'm not proud of that. I'm not happy that a lot of our black wrestlers are recognizing just shucking and jiving niggas. I wish I'd ever played that little Richard bullshit that night. I should have just went out there and kicked everybody's ass like I usually was doing those days. Mark Mamba Dundas, a pioneer breaking through grounds, showing black wrestlers had other talents besides wrestling. episode was brought to you by Turnbuckle Tabloid. All right, this is Anthony Cole of BCW, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid is back with these two fucking marks. Turnbuckle Tabloids cutting a promo. A year ago, around this time, I think it's about a year ago in two weeks it makes because it's like 52 weeks. Yeah, about because it's episode 50. So in two weeks it makes a year. Ah, uh, wow. Well, well, around this time, I, I have to say around um, maybe about January, RageWorks.net decided that they were no longer going to uh, produce uh, My Take Radio. Rich decided that after 200 some odd episodes that it was enough and he was done with it because he wanted to move on to do other things, push the website, push the other podcast that he had going work on. Work on the stuff around it. Yeah, work around the stuff. And I get, uh, and I, I was a frequent, I, I was a frequent um, caller to the show, to the show I would come in because I used to work with the website. Well, I still work with the website, but I used to write articles for the for the, for the site. Mm-hmm. I used to have a site called Turbo Tablet. I also, Turbo Tablet actually, gen- actually originated from when I worked with Pro Slam World with uh, Lorenz Dean. It, it, really? Yeah. We, we, he would have a... Uh, Lorenz Dean! Hi, I'm Lorenz Dean. Welcome to Pro Wrestling Slam... Whatever the Punch fuck Punchline. Whatever it is. <laughs> so, he, um... I started with him and he would do a YouTube series for um, Pro Slam World. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I, I came up with this whole thing. I was like, oh, do you do a segment called Turnbuckle Tabloid? And he's like, oh, what is that? And I just said, you know, just, you know, how do you have gossip comms or whatever the case? You could do it for there. So it's from there, then I extended it to Rageworks, and then I would do it then. And then when I had TRSS, when the regular season started, I would have a small segment, about 20, 30 minute segment, sometimes it ran longer because depending who's there, would be Turbo Tabloid. That's where Maddie came along, Olski came in, and we had certain individuals came in. We had a, a, a <laughs> revolving door of. You had more co-hosts than I did. <laughs> Honestly, for real, I, that it was fuck. It was like um, it was like um, in WWE, and you see a different member in a stable each week. Right. It's like here's here, we're gonna try Bo Dallas with you. No good. No. Axel next. It's no, like no, mm. no, no, really. It, it, I think you had more. You had more tag team partners than fucking um Seth Rollins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a fact though, and you know. So we started there, and this is after uh, Oski and I had met. At a wrestling event, and it was kismet from then. 
And I told him, I said, you know, guys want to come in. I, you know, plus I wanted the youth outlook and the retrospect of wrestling at the time. So uh, brought him in. It was cool. After after the, the the revolving door that we had, and Rich told me, he said, listen, I'm not going to do my take. I want to know if you want to do your own wrestling show. It was like, it's like, um, Merry Christmas to me. You, he was like, yeah, I knew, I, I knew this day was 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 coming for you. Like he was, you were waiting for this. I was salivating. I was like Venom. Yeah, like, for real. The symbiote had me take it yeah. over. I was ready to go. Right, I, you wanted you wanted to start episode one next week, like automatically. <laughs> you wanted to start so quickly. So yeah, I, I really did. I really really did. So you know, I tell I tell tell Oski about this. He was he was hype. He was on board, and I was I was skeptical because like I said, a lot of dudes. I've co- I've had co-hosts and stuff, and a lot of dudes they come in, they feel it, they have a they have a a general understanding of what it is to do a podcast, but they didn't know the consistency that it takes. All right. So, Oski said, "Yeah, I'm with it. I'll do it." And I'm like, "Okay." And I'm already in my mind. To be honest, I was like, "This kid's gonna probably flake out of me in ten weeks, if that." Because you know, he got school. He's a kid. You know, he got you know, he's a young man. He got shit he got to do. He's trying to get pussy. He's trying to do shit. <laughs> I ain't mad at him. Shit, I'm trying to get it down too. <laughs> This fucking guy is the one to this day hits me up every. I mean, I might bust his balls, but he hits me up every fucking week and tells me when when are we doing the show? What day? When are you free? When he got me today, like yeah, and he was sleeping, and I was like, uh, "Can we do it now?" Because I can't do it tomorrow. Yeah, so he's been bust. T- tell me your your thoughts about the uh, about Turnbuckle Tabloid so far. Like, what was your your first onset? Well, Turnbuckle Tabloid was like, I don't want to sound like corny or anything, but this shit is like one of the biggest parts of my life now you know it, it's 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 yeah i might have a job but this is my other job like i, I when i told when people when people ask me where do i work i also mention this like this is not like you know this is a, this is a very big part of my life when i when i was when i started out here on um trss it, i was with um i came in with whole milk mike and we just came in as a fucking um as guests on the show and uh and and to be honest, like uh, this this shit we call wrestling really brings people together, man. Like it, it's absolutely insane. Like I don't want to go emotional and shit, but it, it is what it is. No, cry, please, because the fans would love to hear it. I'm, I'm not gonna cry, and but and they want to see it. Yeah, they want to see me cry, but um, <laughs> but um, like you know, I, I was given a chance to do a baseball show here, which baseball's back, and um, like I, I don't know, like Turnbuckle Tabloid was. One of the best things that ever happened to me. Like this shit is, I love doing this every week. Yeah, am I busy sometimes? And yeah, can I not do, like, not be here all the time? But, but I make sure the episode is done. It's, it's. Listen, we work our asses off every every week. We get the shit done, and we get mad love for it. And that's all I care about. I didn't even do because usually I would do best of. Like this week would be best of, right? To prepare for fifty, and I didn't even do best of this week because I said fuck it, I'll do best of in a weekend and then release it like that, right? And I'll do it that way. But uh, shout out to Ray Ramundo. Your your your, your interview that we did. A, it's uh, coming up. It's coming up. And best of, you're definitely gonna be on it. You should be <laughs> pleased by. You should that. be proud of that performance you cut out. But uh, <laughs> but like I, I don't want to sound like a mook or anything. But like they, like I found a brother in this shit. Like like you know like me and Red aren't his co-hosts. Like he's one of my like closest dearest friends. Like he I consider. I don't know forties. That's weird. It is weird. <laughs> and, and and you you know that 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 you know that that it's weird. But like. Uh, that, that I don't care about that. Like many people come to me my my age and go, yo, like you're doing a podcast with like, a four year old. I'm like, <laughs> with his old fucking man. Yeah, it's like, are you sure you're not gonna get touched somewhere? I'm like, no. Yes. It's like, yeah, I yes, actually yes, have. Yes. Um, but um, he's like my yo, he's family. That's what happens so. after the show. We we wrestle. We then wrestle we, in the bed and then we make we, sure we play. Then, 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 we, then we redo it in 2K18 <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the moves. That's how creative wrestlers is two naked 
wrestlers is Olski and fucking oh, yeah, yeah. Santi. Like, yeah, and we hacked the game so we glitch all the clothes comes <laughs> off. But like this this guy over here is my brother's son. Like he's family. Like and that, and that's something that like I I need to express to you guys that like what a podcast and like what wrestling can do to you, like can do for you, like. At first, I was just a wrestling fan, but when you you start going in the podcast world and you start like you know realizing like there are other people around you that have same common interests, you find like family. And I did here, so I mean, fifty episodes. It's it seems like it's longer than that. <laughs> yeah, it really does. I say when you put in the work to do that, and I see, it leads me to when you when I see other podcasts or people do other podcasts, and they go, "Wow, you know, it's been the grind for the past two years." And I'm like, "You're up to episode twenty. What the fuck are you doing? Episode a month? Or fuck yeah, you doing exactly. Here? Like, or, we do it week in and week out. Yeah, like what are you doing? Like what's the? I mean, there's some shout out to a lot of other guys who've been doing that shit for a minute. Like I see you guys. Grinding like episode 70, 75 and I think mean, I, I beautiful More power thing. to you. Like, but, like very I'm, proud of you folks. That's fucking that's commitment. That's what I'm saying. That's what we want to get to. We want to get to that. And we will. And um, definitely. Guys, you think this is a celebration? Wait until we hit a hundred, which is happening. You know? Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna that's when the nude episode happens. Yeah, that's when we're gonna be naked. That's when the, 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 the look up for that, because we are in the gym, bitches. We're gonna be yeah, in Yeah, lit. I'm gonna be super lit. I'm working out we're both working out right now together. Yes. But um You don't even want to know what a, what it, what it is to be in a Smith machine. That shit is just epic. But my question to you, right, is uh, I spot him. Michael has Turnbuckle Tabloid changed your aspect on like podcasting in general? Hell or? yeah, because now now it's crazy because when I when I was doing TRSS by myself or with a co host, um I would get recognized. I would go to different. I go to different shows, and you know, you be like, "Hey, you that guy that does that podcast?" Because I would be out there. I'm a whore. I'll go out there. I go out there and sell the show whatever fuck I can. He's the guy who has the flyers outside with like a cardboard box going. <laughs> Please take one. <laughs> I should dress like Jimmy Hart with a fucking megaphone when it uh, says "Turbuckle Tabloid" on it. Oh jeez, that, that's what, that's when we sell out in full markiness. Spin, spinning a sign and shit. Yeah. Uh, but I would go out there and I'd be like, you know, and they're like, "Yeah, I listen to your show this week," and I noticed that a lot of people who listen to the show love sports but they were really into the wrestling aspect especially right. for the interviews and, the, and to, the shows we go to too it's like straight up like we want wrestling yeah and shout out to shout out to the guys who's been on um turbo tabloid early on doing the interviews the hank flanders the panda mans uh the all the guys from hog sonya strong you know shout out to all those who came through uh juba uh, Anthony Gangone, shout out to those goods. Marconi, Jabroni. Yeah, you know, you guys were able to, to, to participate and be a part of the show early on and when Terminal Tabloid became its own podcast. So what happened was is that when we broke away and we became our own podcast, now we go to the shows and people know us even more. We get love, like, like, <coughs> excuse me, we walk around and like people come up to us and give us the, the give us love, like, for real. And that's, that's, I get the hate too. Oh please! I like, get the hate too. Oh, do you want to do you want to talk about that real quick? Nah, not really about that page. Oh, oh, oh! I get, I, yo, I get to that now. But we get the hate too, and, and you know what? It's fine because listen. But that's but when, when, all attention is good attention in my case. But who doesn't get the love and the hate? Like you know, um, in the in the world of the wrestling business, any reaction yeah. is, a, is a good reaction. Yeah, it's the best reaction. I'd rather get booze than hearing crickets. Like fuck out of here! Like you know, that's just how it is. It's like for instance, this week, right? <laughs> So I'm 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 a spammer. I don't give a fuck what nobody cares. I don't care what you say. If I'm in your group, I'm in your wrestling group You're on Facebook. Spammed. I'm spamming your shit. I don't give a fuck. I say 100. percent You could fucking report me. You could fucking uh, uh, ban me from your group. I don't care because I'm gonna I'm I don't go to any group and just promote wrestling. I go to wrestling groups and promote wrestling for this show. This is what I do. I take I I, I kid you not as many as much 
wrestling groups that I'm part of and sports groups that I'm a part of, if I'm at work or I'm at home, it takes me about a half hour to 45 minutes to promote the show and all the fucking groups that, are, that I'm a part of. Right. And that's all I do. I, I, don't, I don't participate in your discussion. I don't participate in any polls you have. No, I go in there, promote wrestling, and that's it. I promote the show, and that's it. That's what I do. That's what a business and a fucking thing. That, that, that's, that's, that is the definition of the grind, ladies and gentlemen. And people sit there and bitch and be like, you know what? You know, that, you know, all you're doing is spamming whatever the case may be. So block me. Block the show. Block it. No, I don't have a problem. We run our own fucking sites. We have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. We have we have a, a Facebook pages. We Anchor. Do our- we have the whole nine yards. If you decide to... Are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm just, it's you're, loose again. You're fighting with the mic. <laughs> you, do you, oh, you want me to cut the mic off while you fix it? No, it's good. I'm good, I'm good right. now. Uh, if you're bringing content to the page that has to do with wrestling, I don't care. If it's a podcast, I don't care. If it's a promotion, I don't care. If it's your indie match, if you're a wrestler and you're promoting your match, I don't care. As long as it's wrestling promoted. If you fucking slide in pussy pictures of it, that shit gets deleted. Yes, okay. Or either that or it goes on my phone and save it for later. But <laughs> You but, press the save button and then you go delete. I'm like, this is so disgusting. Save. Delete. <laughs> yeah, so if that's that's one aspect. But if it's wrestling related, I don't. you know how many guys promote their shit on our page? I don't give a fuck. All the time, I bro. like it. And yeah, we get we get we get mad wrestlers posting their latest matches and shit like that all over the place on our page. So, so then, so then this douche, I guess he was an admin of a page. Shout out to Twenty Four Seven Wrestling Group, whatever the fuck you guys are, because I'll <laughs> give you that promotion, you dicks. So I'm promoting on the page that the fucking turn the the, the 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 turd bucket comes to me and he's like, he writes on the page, oh, this is the second time that you wrote on our page, and all you're doing is promoting your your stuff. Duh, stupid. That's what the fuck I'm here for. <laughs> That's why I give your show. That's why I give your fucking page any love because you're getting the best. You got a hundred and no, you got one thousand one hundred fucking group members in there, and none of them talk about shit. I've seen it. You talk about nothing. So what's the point of even being? Come to Turnbuckle Tabloid where you hear everything. You get to talk about anything. You get to listen about anything wrestling per, and you'll have commentary. You guys talk about nothing. Uh, Whose gimmick is better, Nakamura's or Oscar's? Shut the fuck up. up. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, that's the other thing. Who's too. better, Sheldon Benjamin or Chad Gable? Post below. <laughs> Post below. <laughs> nice, com- nice comments only. <laughs> nice comment. Hey, look at this picture. Wrong answers only. <laughs> Please. Like, no. That's where wrestling, wrestling, what, 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 what comments came from. Rapping yeah, comments came from. Exactly. Then the other thing is, we do a wrestling show that's not fucking safe for work. That's one thing that, and I'll just go to that segue to that quick. We do a show that's not the typical wrestling show. I've always, I've always said that if I'm gonna do a show, I'm gonna do the show the way that we want to do it. Right. I'm gonna make comments that people are not gonna like. I'm gonna make fucking rude, dis, probably disrespectful comments, probably in a drunken haze or in a sober state. Don't care. I'm <laughs> gonna good. say it. I'm gonna fucking say that your favorite wrestler blows dick or their match suck. Indie, professional, whatever. I've been very kind to you indie guys, though. I really have, because I know you guys want to come up, so I'm not trying to bash you guys too much, but some of you guys fucking blow. And it's, uh, it's, it's facts. Don't we all? And people get mad at it. I get comments. I get texts about it. Like, yo, why you bash our shit? Because your shit sucks. What can I tell you? Your shit is bad. But that's what the show does. Right. We get you. We give you the realness. And the best part was that Olski came in, and he's like, oh, I'm going to talk the same shit. And then sometimes when I say something, he'll look at me and go, oh, God. <laughs> And then when he says something, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, we have those moments where it's like, oh, jeez. We both, we both say uh, whatever the fuck we want. Um, you know, it is what it is. But okay. if you don't appreciate it, then get the fuck out. Yeah, my whole my whole aspect is this. And plus, I'm on another thing to where 
I back up my shit. If I mean to say what I say, I said it. Oski's mean what he said. He'll say it and he'll pussy later. He'll oh, I just want to let you he'll know. Cow, he'll kowtow to you later and be like, no, we're cool. Oh, episode, <laughs> uh, episode 50, by the way, just got me pussy on Facebook. So. Yeah! yeah so, all right. So uh, let's just fucking cheer on that. Clack, 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 clack. the glasses because uh, some girl just hit me up because of the show. All right. Thanks man. for the love. Go ahead, Ray. Sorry about that. So, um, yeah, that, listen, 50 episodes down. It's not like I'm saying like we're the fucking, uh, the, the, the Adam Carollas of podcasting and all that shit or, or, or Talk is Jericho and shit. But honestly, but two motherfuckers from Queens, I'm from Brooklyn, Maddie from Queens, and we come in here and we, we, we say this shit, we do this shit, we, 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 we back it up. It's real. I mean, it's real. I am. We don't sugarcoat shit. And that's what the show is about. And we're wrestling fans. And we want to share wrestling the fandom with you guys. Like we're like literally like we are two people trying to communicate. As I'm here trying to the, fucking share this episode. Exactly. With the we're, we're two fans trying to share our opinions and share like the, the the how wrestling fans really are. Like you bunch of fucking marks. Yeah, you guys are a bunch of fucking marks. And and you know what? No no bash on other people, but like your I'm, marks. I'm, I'm seeing marks. <laughs> your marks. I see other podcasts, and I'm like. Uh, that's fine. You want to be? You, you can be sugarcoated. I'll, I'll stay that way. You guys can stay that way because I'm I'm not. I'm gonna fucking I'm I'm gonna like I'm, gonna, I'm a cuss like a sailor. Yeah, exactly. I'm a cuss like a sailor. I'm gonna wear a goofy fucking. I'm gonna wear a goofy hat anytime I want. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be bare chested soon one of these days. So yeah, you're gonna and you're gonna watch the show and be like, why are these guys are like doing a show with no shirt on? Because you're gonna be wondering if we we have pants on as well. Yeah. But that's <laughs> what we do. But um. Like Red said from the beginning, like we are. He 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 said this and it really hit home. Like it hit me like good. Like we are the best fucking podcast out there. Like they, like we are so. We were we've worked our asses off since the beginning. I I I'm so proud of this shit. Like you don't understand how proud I am of this shit. Like I literally take this to anywhere I go and I show this shit off because I am proud of the work me and this guy do. And I'm not mad. You know, I used to be pissed off and I probably still am a little bit. I'm still a little bit bitter about it. But I used yeah. to be pissed off about a lot of podcasts who hear the show and I hear you using our bits or, or stealing whatever, which is fine. I was telling Maddie before the mics went on. I said, listen, I, t- I take shit from motherfucking um, radio shows. Radio shows like the Howard Stearns, the Obi and Anthony's. Them shits have been done in the 90s and I do it now because you guys are probably too young to even know what it is, number one. And number two, we make it better. So that's cool. So if you know you guys do that, but at the end of the day, we're the best fucking wrestling podcast out there. I don't care what nobody tells me. It'd be the hundreds of downloads that we get, the thousand we get, the fucking hundreds of live streams that we get. Um, we're wrestling fanatics, and that's what we do. And for all you guys, to that website who sat there said it was like, oh, all you do is self promoting. Duh, Damn, dick. That's how you get fucking people, you Duh, asshole. You fucking dicks. <laughs> people are fucking morons, honestly. But uh. So proud of what we've done for fifty episodes, um, and you know what I'm excited for. Is there beef going on on the on the, on the page? Because it looks like there's discussions going. On. Is there? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, Mike, what a homework, Mike. Yo, shout out to you. You were there from the beginning as well. We we've had our ups and downs, but you are fucking. You're one of our fucking guys as well, man. Homework, Mike. Yo, big shout out to you, bro, man. Thank you for being a part of Terminal Tablet um, for the longest time, man. Ray Ramundo goes. You guys are killing it, though, brothers. Keep it up. Thank you, sir. A home, uh, Rich is in the building. Big Rich, Rich. I'm sorry we had to do it, but Maddie can't be here. He can't be around tomorrow. He has um family things for um. His I birthday. swear to God. I- all weekend, I'm, we'll, we'll I'm set it up. Sh- we'll set it up again for another day, Rich. Because we do, we do have to do an episode over there with Rich, man. We really do. And Home Milk Mike goes. There are so many wrestling podcasts, and everyone has different ways of doing it. Of course they do, and that's great. I love it. 
I'm, I'm, I, I, I enjoy it, and now I do. Before I was a bitter prick. Well, I'm still a little, little bit bitter. No, but it's, it's, it, 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 no, I, I, to be honest, it's cool. I get it, and I love it. And I'm not like I said. I've come to I've come to the clarity. Remember, I said I said in the new year, I said my resolution. Right. I wasn't gonna bash any other podcast. I really wasn't. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a good boy. I've been holding. I hate resolutions, but I've been good until I see y'all saying some dumb shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's you- from Kakai Carl. Ooh, yeah, until you get flamed. Uh, yeah, that's an insider right there. Shout out to people who know what the fuck that is. So, um, guys, once again, thank you for showing the love to uh, Turnbuckle Tabloid. You guys have been awesome. Make sure you share and be a part of it. Download the episodes. Much love to everybody else. Much love to all those other podcasts out there as well who are out there holding strong, doing big things, big things out there. Big things. Big, big things. And, um, hell, if you guys even want to cross-promote, call me. I'll, even, I'll, I'll go on your show. Especially, especially for for those who uh, don't like me, I'll go on it anyway. As long as the as long as it's a big up Turnbuckle Tablet, I don't give a shit. Listen, in this world, we need unity. Love podcasts. <laughs> Not really. No. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck all that. Yeah, exactly. But guys, once again, thank you for being a part of it. We have a tons going on this episode. It's gonna be a big episode, man. James Madden, comedian extraordinaire, stops by this week, discuss his love for wrestling, how he incorporates it in his act and his daily life, and as well as um, he had a connection with. Our fucking one of our idols, one of our icons, oh fucking Howard Stern. Howard Stern, man. He came in. What a fucking story he had for that he shit as the, well. He is the guy. Um, also, we have our Elimination Chamber predictions, and we also have our Wrestling Rundown news stories as well. And yep. um, this episode, new segment Red the Future Eater. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, you it's guys, want, you real. guys don't want to miss that. So once again, episode fifty. Thank you guys for being a part of it. And when we come back, uh, tons more. Don't go anywhere, guys. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. Stick around. Episode fifty. We'll return with Terrible Tabloid with your hosts, Jada Red Santi and Fan Matt. This is James Madden. You're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. regular season sports cast and this is the first time i actually have you here for terminal tabloid this is the separate entity of trss this was the regular the the, the wrestling segment and now it's become its own separate podcast and i was watching the wwe network i'm watching it with my co-host yeah. olski and i turn and i look i go holy shit that's madden i said oh shit he's like what i said i know him that's my guy I, i'm like first of all i'm jealous and secondly i go how the fuck did you get that gig? Dude, it's still crazy. 
Um, it's funny because, like, right around the same time you hit me up, a buddy of mine in Ohio just happens to watch it with his kids, and it's crazy. And so he's trying to, like, look cool in front of his kids, saying, I know this guy, and their kid, his kid's like, yeah, he ain't Roman Reigns. I don't care. <laughs> pretty hilarious. I did the same. I, I, tell, uh, I did the same thing. I wanted to. I wanted to look cool for my kid, my co-host. <laughs> well, God bless. There it is. Uh, so uh, it was just random. One of my buddies got asked to do it, and he wasn't as uh, into it past like '88, mm-hmm. and so he vouched for me. And then uh, I just showed up. They sent me an email that's probably longer than any online test any millennials taking right now to go to some uh, college that barely exists, mm. and I wrote probably about 300 jokes and probably only used about 70 of them. Jeez, really? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things you want to do good because you, you, you're like, I'm going to be on the WWE Network. How cool is this, dude? And um, you're having people like help you and you're like, all right, here's the questions. Ask me them and I'll rip. And then after 45 minutes, people are like, yo, man, I got a girlfriend. I got to go. I mean, good luck there, fella. But uh, <laughs> it sounds good so far. <laughs> and they just pretty much take, they take you up, they chop you down and then... Um... We get we get we get Mr. Madden that we saw on. Was it only just for one show? Or did they did they clip you in for other episodes or, or, or other shows? I, I did four shows, and I was supposed to be in the second half of the second season. And then I'm guessing within 24 hours of getting the email for me to be on the the new season, uh, they canceled the show. Whoopsie! Whoa, <laughs> yikers! It seems it seems like everybody's getting that hatchet job at the WWE Network and the WWE itself. Hey, listen. I, 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 in case you guys don't know, James Madden, comedian extraordinaire. I bumped into this guy one night. We were at Eastville Comedy Club and, um, <laughs> he's on stage and he's, he's killing. I'm in the crowd. All of a sudden he makes a ring of honor Jay Lethal joke. No one laughed except for me. And <laughs> he points to me. He says, I like that guy over there. That's my guy right there. This is when Jay Lethal had the television championship, and he called, and you called a guy in the crowd. I, I was, I was in hysterics, and the, the woman I'm with, it was like, I don't get it. I said, believe me, you're not, you're not a wrestling fan. You won't get it. You won't, you won't get it at all. I think I made a Briscoes reference too. Man. As well, yeah, you did make a Briscoes reference. I mean, what am I doing with my life? Huh? That's, what, that's what I'm doing, man. Those are my riffs, man. Edgy Ring of Honor jokes. Yeah, and, and it's it's weird because you know it, it could have you could have went for the slam dunk. You could have went for a WWE joke, but no, you went for the obscure, only only in the in a, in Poduck County would somebody get the Ring of Honor joke. Not, it, it doesn't seem if you go for current WWE, it it doesn't feel. Uh, it's honest. It's just, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, man. It's the punk rocker. I made the old school punk rocker where it's like, yeah, man, if we're going to do a wrestling reference, it better be old school or it better be obscure. Um, you're going Jay Lethal or you're going with, hey, man, what y'all know about great, great Muta? Like, that's <laughs> what you're going to do, man. It's like, look at the guy with the Jushin Thunder Liger hair. It's like, <laughs> it's like what, uh, a, what a reference. So, you, you're, you're a wrestling fan. You actually dressed up as Roddy Piper one year for Halloween. Uh, yes. It, it, was a, it was one of the highlights of my year. Did, <laughs> but should tell you how good my year was. I was about to say, what, a, what that must have been a great year. When, 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 when you're around what? with your buddies and all that, does, does wrestling yeah. come up to play? Do you guys, do you guys actually not, – not, not the physical act that you guys are wrestling or anything, but does a conversation come around to that sometimes? Both. Physically, we do. Sometimes we're like, how was your day? Great. And then by the time you can say great, you're in the torture rack. Nice. You're getting, you're getting tapped out, man. Not, like 88 wrong, Luger. Not, not, nothing wrong with getting into the rack sometimes. Nothing wrong. Getting the rack. So, yeah, man, I, I don't know for like dudes my age, 
and uh, we're just like wired. It's part of your like zeitgeist in your head. It's like, uh, especially as a cop, there's so many like parallels between comedy and wrestling and just anything. I, I quote wrestling quote like stuff like as metaphors and I bring it up in anything. I did a podcast yesterday. It's a movie podcast. I talked about how the new Star Wars movies are like wrestling where the old guys are laying on their back to put over the new guys. And <laughs> the female cohort had no idea what it was talking about and borderline disdain. And she loves me. Borderline disdain for that comment. It's like, where is this coming from? And I think I made another wrestling comment six minutes later. It's like, you can't even space these 20 minutes like so- or, or two episodes. It's like, nah, man. Are you, talk, are you talking about that Snoke? Is, you talking about that Snoke is actually giving, uh, 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 the, the, giving Kylo Ren the rub, like he's he's putting him over. <laughs> he was he was the rub, but I'm just I mean, like, look the 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 Skywalkers, the Solos <laughs> are there. They like to they, be sacrificed to put over Kylo and Ray. The Skywalkers are not like the, the Samoan. They're the Samoan family of of the the Jedi. They're the they're the heart the, family. <laughs> They're there, they're, yeah, they're the mechanics. They're there to make them look good. They're doing the job, man, in these movies. That's why people are outraged. They want Hogan to have the belt when they're when he's 70. It's like, nah, man, you got to put that strap on, on the hitman. It's funny you say that because I actually do the same thing, and sometimes I break out into these weird wrestling terminologies when I'm at work. And I was like, ah, that guy is green. He's not even going to make it in the, in the next. We get, nobody could put him over when it comes to his evaluation, and everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. People have no idea. Yeah. So, but like hosting shows, I make a wrestling analogies all the time, and people are like, "You had us at hello, but you lost us somewhere with, um, <laughs> with a, uh, with getting them over." Oh man, it sucks because with, with, with shine, it's, it yeah. sucks because you're, you're, uh, in, uh I believe the WWE is going to be at your hometown this Sunday. I know. I would like to be there. I would like to see, go see a, a Pritchard show. That would be fun. It'd be a fun weekend, but alas. I will be here swinging them jokes. By the way, how how was your time in New York? James Barron is actually a a, uh, a refugee or or, or relocatee from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. But, uh, congratulations on your on your uh, on your NHL team out there. <laughs> Bless your heart. Bless your heart. But, uh, uh, I'm it, a huge uh, fan. It's doing great. I'm excited. A little loss on Monday tonight. Revenge. Revenge. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was waiting for the next Star Wars reference. You still we could tie it all but, together. Well, if I got anything more than four hours of sleep, you would have got one. But my <laughs> brain is slow, baby. <laughs> so how's it been to the real well, you've been here for, for uh what, a little over eight, nine years? Brother, I am a week away from twelve years. Yikers. Wow, you really now you've become you are a New Yorker. You are pretty you, much my friend. If you if you've been able to tolerate the subways and a smell of urine by now, yeah, you're if it, if it comes more of a perfume rather than a stench, then you are a New Yorker. <laughs> I, I'm going the opposite. I am becoming that person who now can't wait more than six minutes for a train without borderline mouthing what the fuck is going on. Exactly. It's really getting bad. Exactly. It's really getting bad. I used to be patient. I could put on the headphones, podcast, music, and now late at night, I'm borderline belligerent. I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost... At certain points, you might think I'm a crazy person walking around. It's like, who's that homeless guy? Oh, no, it's just the guys who are waiting for the end train 52 minutes. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly what it and is. And it's usually during rush hour. It's, like, it's not even during an off-peak hour. It's just to do it in rush hour. You're waiting all this time because somebody decides that um, 
they want to throw a, a, an aluminum can on a track just to beat it, just just for just for laughs. There, there is no laughs. It is just fucking make us miserable. Here's my theory. I know it's a wrestling podcast. I feel that the trains are in cahoots with Lyft and Uber. Here's a hot take, and I feel like they slow down late at night. So people are waiting 40, 50, I've never seen 40, 50 minutes on a weeknight past 10 o'clock. And it's now all the time. It's so the Ubers and the Lyfts get money and a kickback to MTA. I'm putting it out there, everybody. Wow, bam, that's bam, a, bam. Hot take. That's a good, Fish that's take. a good, that's a good, good conspiracy theory you got going on there. I don't, I, we might have to look into that because yeah, I'm, wait till, wait till the L line goes down. Oh, it's all fucking insanity. They'll be pocketing that money. Kickback city, baby. <laughs> Speaking of being in New York City, have you been catching any indie shows in New York City uh, these past couple of months? I want to. I work weekends. That's my money time. So it's one of those things. If I get a random Friday or Saturday off, I would. And there's an indie show I want to go. I know it's the bloodline. It's it's really healthy right now. Indie wrestling. It's exciting. It's it's indie rock, punk rock, like 20, 30 years ago. Old school hip hop. It's this independent spirit. The fans are, are unique. The energy is great. It's not bloated and overthought like maybe the main product is. It, I, I want to go really bad, and I'm hoping to soon. I just want to yell, this is progress 200 times in a row. This no, is really what I want to do with my exactly, life. And that's exactly what it is, too. <laughs> it, it really, really. You just, you just nailed it right on the head, too. I tell you, I go to these shows, and, and I bump into other guys from different podcasts and stuff, and we, know, we, we sit there, and we have like a meeting of the geek dork minds about wrestling and such and, yeah. I, and i let them know i was like you know i've i've, I've had uh i've had james madden on the show and they go oh you've had mad dog yo he's really cool man and i'm like you you've actually been able to 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 have like some kind of good rapport with other individuals especially in comedy which is i've heard is pretty rare because there's a lot of um bitter and salty individuals in the comedy field how is it that you you're able to to, to make these connections and still um maybe still have friends <laughs> I like the intonation there, my friend. Uh, dude, uh, I just try to live by the golden rule. There's nothing funny about that. I just try to be like a good person. Um, I'm not fake, though. So if I don't like someone, I think that person can usually tell. And I think two of the people around me, they probably even respect that. So that, uh, that's just how I live my life. Uh, I won't be mean, but uh, I'll be cordial. <laughs> but I'm not going to hug you and ask how your kids are and if you want to exchange recipes. Mainly because I only know how to cook like four things, but um, yeah, man, that's how that's how I do it. No, but that's that's a good because I see you. You're always hosting places. You're always uh, in the rounds. You're 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 all over the city in, in different clubs or whatever. So it, it's a good it's a good thing to 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 see when an individual like yourself is still out there getting it, cracking it out there, and and you know making these connections. Do do you see? Do you use like certain wrestling type of tactics, like you know how cutting promos and stuff like that? It, it works on stage as well. Like you're able to like lose yourself in a gimmick. Dude, I I have been saying this to people. I am as much as influenced by Dusty Rhodes, Roddy Piper, and Ric Flair, probably in that order, as I am with like Richard Pryor, Kennison, <laughs> and Chappelle, and Rickles and Rodney, like my Mount Rushmore, like like. It's it, when I'm hosting my fight, like my last minute or two is kind of like a little conditioning speech, but then I just try to like get everyone fired up. And like, yeah, the comic I brought up last night is like, dude, I feel so motivated. It's like I basically just cut a promo. That's what it's did. I cut a promo. <laughs> I told everyone why they should watch 
Saturday night's main event. That's what I was like. It's, that's what it's like. Here's the commercial at 1030. We'll see you at 1130. Oh, please. I remember that so vividly, too. It was just like the the, the bait. And you usually have a Bobby Heenan standing next to G, uh, um, uh, Gorilla Monsoon. And he throws off that little quick one-liner to get you drawn into Saturday night's main event. I, <laughs> I, which leads me to this. What um, Because I, I was asked this before. What, what, what wrestlers or managers right now would have been great doing stand-up? Right now or all time? All time. Right now it might be a little thin picking. Okay, yeah. all time. Bobby Heenan, the specials he could have put out, get get out of here, um, was a beast, utter beast. Um, Ventura's pretty funny. When you listen to the old comic, Ventura's, in, and he looks insane. Mm-hmm. Like in the 80s during the boom, the coked up comedy boom, Right. Ventura dressed like he was, like he was hanging out with Rita Moreno at three in the morning, uh, <laughs> going out there with a leather jacket and whatever <laughs> He was doing the cover up his his bald skull, his skull. <laughs> but amazing, the pleasure is yours. Good for you. Catchphrase would have been amazing. Yeah, uh, he, he was like the living impression of cocaine. He when he walked, that's exactly what cocaine should have looked like, as in human form. Speaking of that, Piper, Piper, Piper would have been the uh, just if Piper. I know he was doing like stories and stand up later, but I'm just saying Piper in the '80s, insulting in crowds for 50 minutes. Mwah. Oh come on. Insane, and ending with him getting in a fight. Like he, yeah, he had like that energy of Kennison. Right. He'd do fifty minutes of making fun of people, and then he should like call your ex and call her a whore. Not Good night, to, everybody. Not talking to your body. Can argue of, with that show. The embodiment of what human cocaine would have been. Sam Kennison is. He would definitely would be in that that realm. I, there's another. There's a lot of also wrestlers who are going out and actually hitting the circuit or, or, or trying to get into the stand-up field. You have the Dolph Ziggler's. You have the Mick Foley's. Have you ever come across these gentlemen yet? Yeah, I've worked with uh, Foley a couple times. I, uh, I met Ziggler a couple times at Roast Battle. I opened for Jake the Snake a few times. Yeah, I've, I've made the rounds, man. Some of those guys are good. Uh, Dolph Ziggler's a pretty sharp dude. He's a big comedy nerd, from what I gather. And he's uh, pretty humble and chill. Yeah, that's one thing that I, I've, I've been following with him, which is anybody who goes into, who's able to go into the field of stand-up, I, 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 I applaud many times, because that's still one of those, uh, those arenas that I, I even... Even to this day that I'm, I'm still working on, not even the nerve is just trying to get the, the right material to go up there. I'm just, we, 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 we did stand up in a wrestling ring, and I, and I was, I yeah. was pleased to die <laughs> that night, you know, amongst a group of other comedians. It was, it was my pleasure. Is it, is this, is it still like one of those things? <laughs> it was a. Have you ever brought that up before? Oh, I played. Know how crazy that oh was. my god! Anytime I get the chance to, even my daughter to this day, she comes up to me and she goes. I don't. I don't know what you were doing. I don't. <laughs> she goes. I don't. I was like, weren't you? Weren't you proud of daddy? She goes. Not at that moment. No. <laughs> That's hilarious. But, so, so when when your friend booked me, I thought we we're doing like a seminar, and I'd be working with a couple of wrestlers. I'm like, all right, whatever, sounds cool. I had no idea it was a, like an indie event, and I was going to be in a ring in like the middle of the day. <laughs> you should it, in you, Queens. The, 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 I had no clue. The, with families around, children. Exactly. The crowd looked like they were like getting marched into a wrestling internment camp. Like they were, they had a look of shock oh. on their face. Like they weren't aware whether or not are we going to see wrestlers. Like what? Are, what are we doing here? And when when you guys are rattling off, and you guys and you guys have money, shit, and it just was going over like a lead balloon. It was <laughs> tough. I think I, I know where to uh, do the uh, the bell curve on. Uh, 
on gigs and what to expect. And so uh, I think everyone did fine for what it was. I was happy with what I got in that ring. But I'm looking upstairs, and there's Billy Gunn and Ron Simmons. And Ron Simmons gave a pretty decent look. I think he gets it. Billy Gunn was like not feeling me. And then I get all out of the ring. I go to like the corner store for something. I come back and Billy Gunn is like, I brought my buddy Ray Goose, funny comic. And Billy Gunn was like burying me. And then he like goes, Hey, but I'm not trying to be mean or nothing, but you know what you did in there. And it was like, thanks buddy. Like basically saying I was no good. And that was like, um, honestly like an hour and a half after I found I was going to the, uh, just for last festival in Montreal, which is like comedy WrestleMania. And it was like, no, nah, man, why don't you take it easy? And uh, why don't you not do the juice for a bodybuilding contest so you can keep your NXT job? <laughs> it was funny because... And he kept staring at me later. I talked to him later. Ron Simmons is a gentleman. I said, where do you work? And I said, everywhere. And when I said everywhere, Billy Gunn's looking at me like I'm like I'm, I'm paying to get on stage. It's like, I was in a goddamn ring. Like, why don't you go do a toehold? At Caroline, let's see how that works, Billy Gunn. <laughs> exactly right. Put some, put some, uh, put, put, put the MC in a headlock and see if that goes over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, this is crazy because I love the New Age Outlaws. It is tough for me to watch <laughs> them on. I was going on some binges, Attitude Era Royal Rumbles uh, a few uh, weeks ago in prep to the Rumble, and it was like all my boys were like, yeah, New Age, and I'm like, nah, man, thumbs down for half of them. Go Road Dog. <laughs> I like, it's funny you mentioned because we we're at when 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 all this is going down. I go like you mentioned. Fucking first of all, Billy Gunn is out there vaping the shit out of the fucking dressing area he's at. So yeah. I, I couldn't even. I, it was tough for me to even believe that he even noticed what the hell was going on in the ring with all that vaporizing or going around him. And Ron Simmons, he he goes, "Wow, it's rough out there." <laughs> Game like that. <laughs> He said, "I would say damn, but I don't even think it should be even mentioned." I was, I was like, "Yeah, it's it's kind it's kind of tough in there." But you like you you mentioned that you bumped into um uh Foley and and Dolphin and you know in in certain areas. Is there other wrestlers that you've met? Like, have you ever been to like these conventions and stuff like that? Have met other wrestlers and stuff? So years ago, when I moved here, I was uh, a man in the street for uh, Scott Farrell when he was on. Check it out! Check it out! Yeah. Laura Levitas and I went to this this uh, like comedy like comic fest and uh, before they really the comic cons before they like blew up and there was Roddy Piper one of my heroes and we secured interview with him this is exciting we have the Howard 100 um, 101 fist microphone oh. and somehow a dude there is um what is Big Kev he was a of an Opie and Anthony Army fan. And this is the height of the rivalry. And he sold Piper's like handlers that we were awful people. And then the Piper's people weren't going to give us the interviews. Like this guy says, you're going to clown. I'm like, we're not going to clown. I'm, I'm, he's one of my heroes. We just want to ask questions. And we get on the mic and we're interviewing Roddy Piper and big Kev's screaming. Howard is a hack that should be put to death. And, uh, which is funny because I always thought the hack, wasn't the guy who did it first. But what do I know? Exactly. I used to do this for a living. And so we could barely interview. And I think I said something to him. And he, uh, Big Kev's like, well, you want to fight? I mean, he's like 350. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go fight you next. We're at a comic, like a Comic-Con. What are we going to go fight next to the uh, the back issues of Power Pack? You <laughs> fucking dummy. Is that what we're going to do? We're going to go get a, a fist, fist fight next to um, someone's collection of 
Secret Wars toys, you <laughs> you lummox. But I, I did get to tell Roddy Piper that I'm a big fan and that my friends growing up would just quote him in WrestleMania 2 before he boxed Mr. T that if he lost, he would give up wrestling, tiddlywinks, girls, <laughs> like... And he got a kick out of that, so that that brought me yeah. You pretty much joy. you pretty much didn't want to be at the middle of a, a main event with the crowd that's dressed like half of the Autobots from Transformers. Oh, that would I bet they would have had my side. Like that. <laughs> see, see, I like to hear stories like that because Piper was one of my idols in wrestling. I, I when I came when I started wrestling, I wasn't into Hulkamania. I wasn't into the whole face wrestling. No, I loved. I was a heel guy. I loved the Macho Man's. I loved the Pipers. I yeah. those were Bobby Heenan was because I loved the not not only the sense that you can draw that that kind of audience from being just a prick, but also there was the entertainment. Anybody could be just a pure asshole, but there's a there's a there's a there's a talent, there's a gift, there's a creativity when you're able to do it, and you'd be like, damn, I can't stand that motherfucker, but. I gotta hear every word that he says. I can't move away. That's and it's funny that you mentioned because Howard Stern was he's another one of those in my in my field, which I'm also like sitting here listening to you. Like you've you've talked and been around people that I've longed to dream about. Is there any white whales for you out there that you you haven't like you you wish to speak to or, or, or meet upcoming? Well, that's hilarious that you use white whale. I use it. Uh, <laughs> I use it for years about a girl and. Uh, <laughs> And then I got her, and then she broke my heart, and I still refer to her as my white whale, which is utterly ridiculous. <laughs> if you were like, so is she a big girl? No, man, she's like a beautiful goth girl. Why do you call her white whale? It's like Moby Dick. Don't she get the great? Get the fuck out of here. Read a book. <laughs> no, it's not this. It's not I, a strip. It's not a stripper from Vegas who's uh, who's in the plumper section of of Tuesday night fucking delights. No. Ooh, but God bless them, huh? Yeah, uh, love them. Man, love I don't em. know. I don't get. I don't get caught up like in celebrity much. I mean, if I meet someone cool, like an artist or something like that, who means something to me, you know, like if I met Neil Young, that'd be pretty cool. Larry Bird would be dope. Um, sometimes I've met some cool like sports figures doing MSG show. Mm. Uh, there's a, uh, I, I came very close to meeting Rakim that fell through. I would have liked to. That would be pretty cool. Wow, look at I that. I was 20 feet away from Stevie Wonder a few weeks ago. That was pretty cool. He was on stage singing. I did not expect that at a party I got uh, ushered into. God bless. Did he know and, Did he, uh, know he was, was there? Cool. He knew he was there? Pro- yeah. He, oh, he, he, sir, he's here right now, just oh. so you know. <laughs> he's a ninja. <laughs> so, shh. Let's keep that. He, he, he dodges raindrops. Shh. So it. it's cool because, and that's good to hear because you're 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 that kind of guy that that's around the, around these these individuals, and you don't you know you're not caught up in the hype of it. Myself, I'm the same way, but there's certain individuals that I, if I have them in my circle, it's like I'm I, I'll I'll freak out a little bit. I might mark out a little bit. Like for instance, if I had Paul Heyman and I'm able to get at least five sure. minutes of his time, I think I might I think I might get flustered. I think I I'm not sure, but I think I might. Well, I mean, he's just got that energy too, man. That talking to him would just bring something out of you you didn't even know. That dude, you could tell, knows how to work a person. Not necessarily in a bad way, but just like, like uh, the psych. He he is pure wrestling psychology. He gets it all, and I I guarantee you, he uses it in real life. It's just it's just part of him. It's very fascinating, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's someone I'd, I'd like to to uh, to uh, sit down with, man. No, did you ever get? Did you get to meet Rick? Did you meet the man, the the the, the nature boy himself? 
Yeah, we met him. We were outside of a, a gold gym in Vegas, weekend of Halloween Havoc. We just went and got shitty costumes to wear a week early to a, a random party at a thrift shop. And for some reason, the girl we're with, she works at Gold's Gym. She's like, let's go across the street, hang out. Okay, we're in street clothes. She told us all the wrestlers are there. We're in the parking lot trying to figure out who can get a fake ID and get beer for that night. All the wrestlers are coming through. Um, Terry Taylor was so upset, no one sp- like wanted to talk to him. Uh, but <laughs> it sucks. Rick Flair it sucks like that because it's happened. It's still to this day the same way. Nobody wants to talk to him. That's what it sounds like. And then Ric Flair walks by, and I I did get starstruck at like twenty, and go Ric Flair just got to say, you're the best goddamn wrestler of all time. And then my boy Vollmer, who was my drummer in the band at that time, uh, turns to him and goes, best goddamn person. Rick laughs. He's like the next row over is all the wrestlers at, at their rental cars. They hear us talking. We start getting in cars. He knows we're going to buy alcohol somehow illegally underage. As we're leaving, Ric Flair goes, hey, kid, don't get in too much trouble. My friend Slim Jim, who for years made fun of us watching wrestling, every Monday when we'd watch at him and Vollmer's apartment, Raw would just call us every deplorable name for some reason. Something in him snapped. And as Flair goes, don't get in too much trouble tonight, he turns and goes, you, you can come too, Nate. Nate, he went from you guys are a bunch of clown pussies to, hey, you can come too, Nate. <laughs> it looks like looks like somebody knew when to um, use the, the terminology at the, per, at the proper time. Yeah, Mark. Unbelievable. <laughs> And then that night, yeah, it was great. I requested a, a metal, an ACDC song that the, the rock station played right away, and I made out with sisters. If nice. this would have showed up at the party, it would have been the greatest night. You were, you were the nature boy of your crew. I like that's, that's something. Uh, that, a real low-level nature boy. There you go. Yeah. Like Buddy Landell. Yeah, we, we met him recently, and I got to tell you, the man is still oozing persona and, and charisma. Even even after all the all the, all the, the, the struggles he's been through recently, the man is still yeah. the man. Like, it, it, was, it was phenomenal to, to meet him. I'm, I know you're a busy man. You only have four hours sleep. Please let everybody know where they can get you at and all your social media outlets. My man, James Madden, let them know where they can get you. James underscore L Madden on the Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can listen on Rant and Raven with Yamanika Saunders. I usually be sidekick on that show. And, uh, yeah, man, just check around New York City. I'm usually hosting Strip, New yeah. York Comedy Club. Are you going to be in East Village week? Cats, stand up New York. Nah, I'm late in a couple weeks. Uh, I'm at Comic Strip Live hosting Friday and Saturday, 8 and 10.30 shows. Uh, I'll be at New York Comedy Club, God willing, if I get there in time, on the Nacho Bitches show. That show sells out real quick. Mm. And then uh, Sunday, I'm at Caroline's and Broadway. I'll be running around. All right, this is guy. This, I'm telling you, he, the, the man gets his hustle on. He's like, hey, man, he's, uh, he's all over the place. Once again, thank you for being a part. James Madden, once again, I got to get you thank back. Thank you, brother. You got, you got so much stern stories I, I, I would like to tap into as well because I just to be next to that would, would, would just be a, a glorious moment for me. Right on, brother. All right. Take care, Anytime, sir. Thanks, man. man. Thanks, man.
This is Zachary Snow representing HRG, and you're listening to TRSS. For this week, we are bringing you Red, the Fortune Reader. Look as he gazes into the world of wrestling and foretells the future of those. The prediction of the now. And whatever bullshit you're into when it comes to wrestling and finding out about silly, stupid shit that these guys do. So please, welcome. Entice yourself. Be entertained. By the forthcoming, the whimsical, the foreseeing, Red, the fortune teller. Well, future reader, whatever the fuck he wants to call himself these weeks. Sim, Sim Salabim, everybody. Sim, Sim Salabim. Matt, you didn't know that, right? You didn't know that I had, like, I had forthcoming premonitions when it comes to Wrestling, you didn't know that, right? Oh, sorry, your mic is not on. Sorry, I gotta put that mic on. There you go. <laughs> oh, sh- ah, fuck. Oh, yeah, I did not know actually, to be honest with you. You didn't know? No, I had no well, idea. Now you do. One second, because I might have to kill this music. Shit, what the fuck? Can't do two things at one in this place. Well, you know the budget we got. So, like, I, 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 I guess I hinted it before, but I'm the type of person that, um, I can, for you guys who don't know in the audience, I'm the type of person that could see the future. When it comes to wrestling wise, wrestling things. So, Maddie had, he wanted, he put me to the test. He wanted to see if this was real. So, what he did was that he put, he put a couple of, of questions in an envelope, a couple of envelopes that we have there. And yeah. Maddie wanted to know if I could predict what would be the answer of the questions mm-hmm. in the envelope. He, he, he did, he did his homework. He wanted to see if I was able to, uh, really, really pull out something whimsical and phenomenal i just wanted to see if you like what you're saying is true you know if my, my, if my powers were real yeah i really don't you know all right so let's put this to the test I, i'll give you guys an example of it so far all right this is me going into a trance hold on it is i the red future foreteller for I will predict what is in these envelopes. The first envelope I have in my hand that is handed to me by the one Olski, who has yet to have gotten laid, but in the future will not get laid for another seven years. <laughs> the only laid he will get will be laid out by a professional wrestler who doesn't like his comments about his wrestling. Oh shit, okay. The first future reading I have in this envelope. My answer is Gay Paris. Okay. Gay Paris. Gay Paris. Gay Paris. 
What becomes of a French city once Dalton Castle comes in with the boys? Gay Patty. Do you get it? Gay Patty? Gay Patty. What becomes of a French city once Dalton Castle comes in with the boys? It becomes Gay Patty. Apparently, Matty is not getting the, the segment so far. <laughs> gay Patty. <laughs> I have another envelope. You're retarded. Gold dust. Gold dust? Gold dust. Really? What Red sees when he brushes his hair and what falls into the sink. (laughs) Fucking dandruff. Gold dust. (laughs) Jesus Christ. May your podcast have as bad of a segment as we're having now. (laughs) You're going to get these hands. What hands? What are you talking about right now? That's what I'm guessing. That's in the envelope. That's the answer. You're going to get these hands. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the answer. We're going to open up. What's the question? Ah, got you. What Maddie says to his penis after not getting sex from a woman. <laughs> You're going to get these hands. Now it's picking up. <laughs> hi Right on the nose. Oh, right on the nose. Right on the nose. So far, so good. I think I'm three for three right now. Hold on. Oh, shit. Where Stephanie goes when she sits on Triple H's face. Right on the nose. <coughs> oh, oh my God! Ayo, Yikers! Oh, are you are you with me so far? Yes. Okay. All right. Oh Jesus Christ! The good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, okay. Repeat it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Name the three stages of Enzo Amori's wrestling career. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. How you doing? Oh. <laughs> May your wrestling career end because you slipped a dick pic to somebody you shouldn't have. Whoa. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly. Pull it club. Oh no. Pull it club? Pull it club. Not to be mistaken, but Bullet Club. It starts with a P. Bullet Club? No. Bullet Club. What the Young Bucks, Marty Scroll, and Kenny Omega do to each other while in a circle jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Bullet Club. God. I hold in my hand the last envelope. Ooh. So far, have I been good with my prediction so far? On the point. I'm a gypsy, damn it. I'm a gypsy. (laughs) I know what the fuck I'm saying. What is my tip? I'm gypsy. May your wrestling promotion only promote from the inside and your champion is from the 90s. (laughs) Finally, Rose Gold. Rose Gold, isn't that Rose? Rose Gold. Sounds like a tag team. Rose Gold. Rose Gold. 
Why is this envelope so hard to open up? What the fuck? You put crazy glue on this shit? Yes, I did, actually. I had to rip it with my teeth, damn it. <laughs> Rose gold. What happens to Dustin Runnels after Alexa Bliss bumps him with his ass? <laughs> Rose gold. I have to go now. I have to bring Jay back. Red is coming back. <laughs> You're what back. The, what the fuck was that? I'm, I'm, I'm good. You good, bro? I'm right. I'm sweating. Shit. What the fuck happened, dog? I just saw the most amazing thing ever. I can't believe you missed it. I, 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 I'm, I'm flustered. Do you want to join? Do you want to join the Pullet Club? I'm gonna, the what? The Pullet Club? The fuck is that? Oh, it's what um Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and uh. I don't even want to know. I don't even. Oh, uh, okay. Know. Did uh, I did I go into did I fall into the trance again? Did it happen again? Yes, it did. Oh fuck! I need to stop drinking Coronas when I'm on the show. Shit. You know, uh, yeah, in a coffee cup. Uh, what? What? This guy? What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Fucking, you selling my gimmick? What's wrong with you? <laughs> All right, guys. When we come back, um, going to have wrestling rundown as well as the elimination chamber predictions. Really? I'm like really sw- why am I naked? What the fuck happened? A lot of hair on your chest, sir. Oh shit. All right, guys, I'm gonna go we gotta get out of here. I'm gonna put my clothes back on. I hope you didn't take advantage of me there. No, we shit. didn't. Who's we? There's more people in here? Yes. Holy shit. Exactly. Alright guys, we'll be back. We'll return to Turnbuckle Tabloid with Cockeye Carl and Met Fan Matt. Shout out to uh, Super Producer Sally who put me on to this. Elimination Chamber Prediction. Elimination Chamber. Oh, okay, so. oh, good? We're good? Yeah. I don't hear it. Yeah, you oh, there I go. Elimination Chamber this Sunday. Shout out to the super producer Sally who put me on to that's BTS. I, I I know Rich doesn't like us to play copyright shit, but I had to play that because uh it's funny because on <laughs> on John Cena's Instagram, if you don't have it, he puts up the most random shit and doesn't leave a comment about it. He just puts it up. And he's been putting this K-pop group called BTS up there, like, recently. Yeah. And Super Producer Sally has been mad hype about it. She's like, oh, my God. And I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Like, I, don't <laughs> know. I know them for one song. I'm going to play it at the end of the, uh, uh, of the segment. And that's the only. But they, when I heard the song, I said, like, it's actually pretty fucking cool. Like, I kind of like it. So, Elimination uh, Chamber Predictions. And we've only got the Women's Elimination. Well, no, we actually have more matches than I thought. Oh, okay. I was about you, you scared me for a second. I was like, what the fuck? We actually have more matches than I thought. So, uh, ready for it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Elimination Chamber, the last pay-per-view of Raw until WrestleMania, actually, if you think about it. So, uh, 
Okay. The la- oh, for all, yeah. Yep. So the first match we have is on the pre-show. We have Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. I don't know if it's on the pre-show or regular show, but I'm assuming it's pre-show. Yeah, it's going to probably be. Well, maybe It's not. a low card, so I don't think it's going to be. I don't not. know. We'll see. Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. Um, I'm going to go with Matt Hardy here. I'm going to go the opposite. I really think this is probably where um where Bray gets his come up. Because like, for some reason... Um, Bray just beat him every time in the past couple of times. So I'm thinking Matt Hardy's, I think it's Matt's time to finally get a fucking W in the, in the rivalry. Has he? Bray White beat him like twice now, I think, on Raw. I, I think. think it's going to happen again because I think it's going to be a thing to where they're going to build it up to where Matt gets really Dunzo. woken and becomes broken. Right. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. So it, it, could be, it could lead up to that. Right. Um, so you got Bray, I got Matt. Okay, next we got Oscar versus Nia Jax, and the stipulation is if Nia Jax wins, he will be a- she will be added to the women's championship match at WrestleMania 34. I already gave my predictions to that shit early on in, in previous episodes. Alexa Bliss is going to somehow get into that match. I think she's it, it, it leads on to her losing the belt somehow or whatever, and she wants Nia to win. So by DQ, but no, no, it's funny because no, no, they put a twist in it now because now her and Mickey James are cool. Yeah, and I don't think they're cool. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I think she's using her for the, yeah, of course. Well, yeah. that, that's a story. Like, she, yeah. that's just a heel being a heel because uh, she feels like she's numbered. You know what? Then, yeah. Then I'll see. I don't know why Oscar would want to make it a three a three way with, uh, with with Nia. So I think it'd be ridiculous for them to do this whole build up for it, and Nia's not gonna have a WrestleMania moment. So I think Nia wins. I think. Yeah, I think Nia's gonna. I don't think she's gonna. Pin she doesn't. Her. She's not gonna win clean. Right? Yeah, she's gonna win by DQ, and right. then she's gonna be put in the match. And, and you're, like you said, you think Nia Jax is gonna get the pinfall? And the funny thing is, she's not gonna pin Oscar though. Of course, they're gonna keep Oscar's fucking streak going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gonna be something that, that Alexa Bliss punches fucking yeah, 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 exactly. Nia. Yeah, so some shit like that. So, um, what is it called? Um, yes. I'll hit her with a chair over the head or some shit like that. Yes, exactly. So, um, after that, the next match we got here is um, the Women's Elimination Chamber match. We have uh, Alexa Bliss defending her Women's Championship against Sasha Banks, Bailey, Mickey James, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. Who you got? Uh, Me, for one, I have Alexa Bliss retaining. I don't see it happening. I don't see her retaining because I don't see her as a race, a WrestleMania, like, big name. And who do you see? I see her, Sasha Banks, are my two only options in that match. I see Bailey and Sasha Rainier solo. Right, not th- not for the championship. So who do you think is winning the belt? No, I see it for the belt. I think Bailey wins. But you just said you think you think Nia Jax is going to be in the match at WrestleMania. So right. So, but I'm saying as, if Nia doesn't win, it'll be those two solo. But because I don't think Oscar's gonna is gonna fucking pick um, the champion from Raw. She's gonna go to SmackDown. Yeah, I don't yeah, think Oscar's gonna, gonna pick SmackDown. The better match for her is her versus Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, yes. that's a better match. Okay. But um but if it does become a triple threat, it's gonna be Bailey's the champion, Sasha. But wasn't 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 Bailey, Sasha, and fucking Nia Jax a thing already? <laughs> a triple threat WrestleMania last year? They'll do it again. Okay. They're retarded. They'll do it again. Well, but besides they, so, they, so who's your winner? Sasha Banks or Bailey? I gotta I gotta bank I, I, for some reason I gotta bank on Bailey. For some reason I have to bank on it. Okay. I don't see them giving any of the fucking um Absolution members Absolution of the belt. Nope. Of the belt. No, I don't see it. All right. Next up, we got um, the men's elimination chamber match. We have Roman Reigns versus... No, before that, let's do the tag team match. We got the new announced, newly announced match. We got Titus Worldwide versus The Bar for the championship. Who you got? Uh, I got Titus I'm Worldwide going, all I'm, the way. Yeah, I'm going Titus Worldwide. Got to. Got to. It's about time. Titus Worldwide, what well, must deserved. And they changed Apollo Cruz's name to Apollo, so that means he's getting a push. So. You know why they did it? Why? Uh, because the shooter from Florida, his last name was Cruz, so they didn't want to be anything associated with it. 
okay. <laughs> Whatever. It is what it is. Listen, to me, I, 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 I always really thought it was stupid anyway. They should stupid. leave him as Apollo anyway, so I'll just leave it. Right. There. So, Elimination Chamber match. We got Roman Reigns versus John Cena versus, excuse me, Braun Strowman versus The Miz versus Elias versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. I, listen, I'm going to go with Finn, and I know it's not, it's, it's weird. I don't, I, I, it should be, I really think that the better match when it comes to, um, hold on a second, uh, let me fix this. I think the better match when it comes to Mania will be Seth versus Roman. I really do. I don't care about Roman versus fucking Brock anymore. I don't care. I would prefer John Cena versus Brock, but I know that the better match for that will be Undertaker and John. I really, really think that Finn deserves this and he needs this. He needs it big. And to have that Daniel Bryan kind of feel, I got Finn winning. Right. You have Finn Balor winning? Yes. And I, and I have Finn as well. I have Finn. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to oppose that. Holy shit. No, I have Finn as well. I think Finn's going to win. And I think we're going to get Finn versus Brock. And I think that they're going to they're gonna give so us. So you pretty much think that um, WWE trolled the fuck out of everybody. And- yes. And I think Roman Reigns is going to. I think Roman is going to. What is it called? Roman Reigns is going to um, do something else. I don't know what he's going to yeah. do. I think he's going to be somewhere in the Intercontinental Championship thing. There, or the, it's other than well, that. Yeah, because Miz does not look like. I mean, his his love for wrestling is is legit, but his his wife is like due around the same time. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So you know they got to make a star star match for the IC belt anyway. So yeah. they uh, should. They should. What they should do is bring back the ladder match for the IC belt. Exactly. So yeah, they're going to do that. They should, and they're probably going to have someone win. We don't know yet, but we'll see. But that, that's the elimination chamber predictions. Right here from Turnbuckle Tabloid Wrestling Rundown up next. Let's do it. Oh, I like the way you did that. You did your own little segue. Cool. Thank you. That was nice. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only Brian Idol, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid with three assholes. <laughs> My dick got hard. Turnbuckle Tabloid's Wrestling Rundown. Get this chick on the line. But it's like she's not fucking biting. So like, it, fuck? it's, it's like a fucking um, going she, fishing. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. It's like fucking monster hunter. It's like, My brother's addicted to that shit now. Let me lay the fucking bait out. Shit. <laughs> she's not biting. Yeah, shit. She thinks I'm. You know what it is? Is that. I've come, I've come to the point, I'm in my 40s, and I've come to the point that I did everything fucking wrong in my life when it comes to women. Yeah. I've done, I've done it wrong. You gotta be a dickhead. You have to be an asshole. 
Uh, it's hard to admit, you, but like, at the end of the day, you have to be a fucking asshole. It's because sucks, assholes always fucking win, and they get the, the vagina. Yep. yep. And even if I'm not searching for the vagina, because it's not always about to get pussy. It's not about that. Yep. But it's always about like at least making connection with with women. Right. And if you're a fucking good dude, you're a pussy. Right. Oh, so fucking. I know it's tough, man. That'll be that'll be the opening segment of next week's Turbo <laughs> Yeah, you got you, you get the update on it, but um, you got it's tough, man. You have to, it's it's hard being a good guy and then realizing like oh, yeah, that's only what girls get geez, want nowadays. Whatever. I need to start being a fucking asshole more. Eh, it sucks, but you know. All right, guys. Wrestling rundown, fiftieth episode. Yeah, this is where we open up your minds and open up your hearts to everything that's relevant in wrestling and outside the world as well. I am the Howard Stern of this segment to my Robin Quivizabowski, and of course, it's the news and reporting segment. So, Owski, take it away. Yes, sir. Let's start it up with um, Bray Wyatt news. Actually, let's let's talk about how uh, Bray Wyatt is supposedly showering, quote unquote, JoJo with gifts, but owes thousands of dollars in child support. Jesus uh, Christ! Bray, sure. Bray Wyatt is um is, is getting attacked by his ex wife right now. Oh, the fucking hater. Yeah, and um, I think Red has a few words to say about this. So Red, go stop hating, uh, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Stop it. Stop hating. News break from Jay the Red Santi on the Bray Wyatt situation. Stop hating, bitch. This was a news report by Jay the Red Santi. Honestly, like if you if you if you if you if you're fucking up on your child support. Do your fucking job, man. That's one thing. That's, uh, he should be showering JoJo with uh, fucking gifts if he can't afford his child support. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If if you got the bread, then, then you got the bread. Yeah, yeah do. But, but if, if you don't, you, if you if you shucking on your fucking your child support, nigga, step your game up. Cut that shit out, man. Be you a know? fucking parent. I don't support first. that shit. But he 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 wrote on his Twitter on his Twitter as the Bray Wyatt uh, as the gimmick. Uh, oh, he wrote geez. saying, uh, "Don't believe the lies. Don't believe what is said. Don't believe the news. The sheep shall come home." It wasn't like that, but verbatim, but yeah. it was something of, of that realm. It was something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was like that. More dark, though. Uh, yes, Brayway says. Pay for my child support. I take support. care of my child support, bitch. Mind <laughs> your fucking business. I am the eater of child support. <laughs> your pussy's whack. That's why I got better bush. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this, I mean, God, God. if you're not paying your child support, get your, get, you know, get get your, your shit together. Yeah. But, uh, but if you're doing what you got to do, I mean, fuck. That bitch is a hater. Cut that shit out, man. Please. I mean, honestly. I played that for Bray Wyatt. Thank you, thank you. Why, look at what we have here, folks! Um, the next thing we gotta talk about is a possible reunion of Brock Lesnar and the UFC. Um, people are saying now that Brock Lesnar is going to lose the belt at Mania and um, head, ship over to UFC right away. Um, and if, if Wait, that's... What's, what's, the, what's the applause drop? Where's that shit at? Hold on. It's coming. Oh, it's no, coming. no, yeah, keep talking. Don't worry about it. But, Hold on, there's another one. I, there, there, there's an ovation. Well, here it goes. Woo! Get the fuck out of here, Brock. Yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar supposedly is going to head to the UFC. Um, as you can tell, we're both happy about that news, but uh, we won't know until it's official. But if you go, don't get called for steroids again, you fuck. That's all right. You know what's going to happen? Brock will go. Win a match. Wait a minute. Hold on. Who's signing a contract on Elimination Chamber? Ronda Rousey. Mm. And Paul Heyman's going to be the new manager for her. Mm. It's obvious, folks. Mm. 
It's honest. It's so obvious. The writing is on a wall, ladies and gentlemen. It, the writing it, it, is on a exactly. wall. Exactly. So, uh, Bray Wyatt, I mean, Brock Lesnar, kudos to you. If you go, it was it was absolute torture watching you here because all you were was a piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, here you go. Oh, wait, the next one? All right. Um, I think you want to talk about this one. Let's talk about Velvet Tr- Velveteen Dream's comments online. <laughs> uh, Velveteen Dream goes off online saying that um, how he hates the indie darlings coming in and taking his spot, basically getting all the main events spotlight on NXT and how no homegrown talent has been given an opportunity to get those main event spots. He says that um, it's not fair, and he says that he, he deserves the main spot because he's homegrown. Red, you told me about the mic, what you think about this, so uh, how about you uh, go off right now? Paints and fuck your paints. Um, earn your spot. That's all. That, that's basically what it is. Earn your fucking spot. Right. You, you, you've, so far, you, first of all, he shouldn't be the one that talks shit. No. Because he he's earning his spot right now. he's doing it right now. He's, he's earning his spot right he's, now. He's probably most, one of the most over guys in NXT right now. Yeah, exactly. So. Like, that, you're not you're not the one that should be making these comments. If Steve Blake told me that. Fucking nose hair does bother me. If, um, if, fuck, if, if fucking Cutler told me that, uh, it'd be a different story. Yeah. yeah but um, Earn your spot. If Tino Sabatelli told me that, I'd get it. But not you, shrimp. At work, I come in, right? I, I, I'll give you an example. At work, I come in. I'm an outside entity. I, I, I didn't work in the field that I work in. Somebody hired me for my position. Mm-hmm. I came in. Everybody was like, oh, what the fuck is he doing here? What the fuck does he know? What was what, what it he do? And what did I do in a year? I know, not even a year, in three months, four or five months, right. I killed it. And everybody's like, oh, I get why they hired him. I, you know, th- Because what they saw me for outside was different from what was my job. But they didn't know that I was fucking, I had experience. So I earned my spot. Mm-hmm. Earn your fucking, earn your spot. All right. You're upset that Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, their internet darlings. Or whatever the Ricochet is coming in. Yeah, Ricochet is coming in. And by the way. Um, Patrick, because that's what your name was yes. before Velvet. Patrick, you were known in the indies as well, not as big as the other ones, but you but were internet. You you were you were indie dude. You were known as the one with ex- past experiences and well and tough enough. Right? So. It's not like you went you you walked into the performance the performance center and was your like feet were weren't wet. Yeah, and they right. trained you in house. No, you were wrestling before. You were tag team champs in other fucking promotions. So were you really homegrown? Uh, the, only, the, only thing, the only thing that was homegrown was your fucking character. Right. So. I mean, earn your spot. That's that's all you have to do, really. So I guess this is a wasted segment of points and fuck your points. And you can't teach that. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing we okay. Well, you know what? Do you want to discuss Kyrie's comments with the crowd? I do actually. Yeah, okay. I, I think this is fucking stupid. Go ahead. Mention it. Um, on a, in an NXT event, um. Fans were chanting things as of "Happy Ending" and "Pearl Harbor" to Kyrie uh, during an NXT event, and they and they thought that was funny, which was completely racist and stupid. All right, let me tell you something. I'm a fan of racist humor. I don't. You me know, too, of course. I don't care. Like, Bro, I, I laugh I, at the craziest jokes. Yeah, I don't like, care about it. Like, I, I'll give you one right now. How do you stop five black guys from robbing a white person? Go ahead, throw a TV. No, throw them a basketball. Ooh, good one. The, it, the, I don't mind the I, ones. I, the ones I uh, the ones I know I can't say here. So why not? Tell me one. Right. Uh, okay. Why do you? Why do black people wear white gloves? Why? So they don't bite their fingers off while eating tootsie rolls. <laughs> 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 I 
God bless us all, right? <laughs> why why aren't why aren't there any Spanish people in Star Trek? Because mm. they don't work in the future either. Episode <laughs> <laughs> fifty racist. I'll give you one more. I'll give you okay, one okay, more. Okay, okay, okay. Why is Stevie Wonder always happy? Why? Because he's blind. He doesn't know he's black. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, come on. I got man. one more for you. Uh, go ahead. What is it worse to be, black or, or gay? What? It's worse to be gay because you don't have to tell your parents that you're black. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a segment of racist, racist, racist rope, rope. Sorry. No. Roping the racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, it's like, first of all, what's happening now is that, and, and honestly, I'm kind of like calling kayfabe on this fucking um, on this on this story, because now they want to touch on everything in every fucking media as racist. Everything's gonna be everything's racist, racist now. Everything's Black racist. Panther's racist. When the fuck have you ever heard anything that's when it comes to wrestling, like to be fucking racist? Like you could have automatically attacked black wrestlers. Right. Back in the days, you could have sat there and threw fucking watermelon or chicken fucking legs or whatever, whatever, yeah. or Spanish wrestlers throw Goya cans at them, whatever. The fuck <laughs> it Goya cans. No, seriously, you could have done all that shit. Or a Jewish wrestler throw a fucking menorah or a yarmulke at them. Let Goldberg go in the ring and everybody throws yarmulkes at them. <laughs> now all of a sudden, with it now, it's funny because um, I was explaining the story of uh, Naito. Do you know why Naito does that um, that signature thing? You told you told me why. Like it's because of, of when he was in Mexico that they 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 goofed on him for being Asian, and they they would do the the signia the ice squinting right the ice squinting. So they they would always tell him open your eye, open your eye, and point at him, open your eye. And one and one event he beat the shit out of one of their fucking wrestlers, <laughs> and he pointed back at them like, oh, my eyes is open. He really beat them up. Oh, he beat the shit out of him. It, it, it took. It, <laughs> He took it, yeah, and he got the he got he won them over. So that's become his gimmick, which is awesome. That's why he's becoming a thing now. This thing right now with this Kyrie saying shit, people just want to be fucking trolls to be trolls. Because at the end of the day, when you press a real fucking racist, get, they'll stand up to their shit. Yeah, but when you press a fucking troll, their pussy ass will fucking sit down. Because if somebody ever came to me mm. and told me that you spick motherfucker, whatever case may be, and I press them like, what the fuck you said? Anyway. Oh no, it wasn't like that. Like no, real racists will say it, and that's when I'd be like, "All right, you're getting I'm, fucking knocked down." No, no, this is fucking trolling. Do you bullshit. see what ha- this is? This, this goes in the TRSS, but real quick, did you see what the fucking happened with the with the black hockey player? Yeah, and they were going basketball, basketball. Are you fucking kidding me? And I would have scored. Yeah, and, and then threw my stick in the crowd and hit one of them fucking racist motherfuckers in the head during Black History Month. What yeah. are they doing? <laughs> and, just, and they and they got banned from the from from the arena. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. But still, it's like this is what's occurring. We're there for, but people don't understand. We're there, we're there for wrestling. We're not there for fucking politics. We're not for, for fucking racial slurs. We're there to watch wrestling. And Kyrie's one of the best r- women's wrestlers on that fucking roster. But so. you know what it is too is because this is a social climate that's occurring with us these days, and it's it's, it's happening. And this this is where we talk. Uh, governmental and political stuff and also our serious point no honestly this is what becomes of the social climate of us which is now people just it, it, wrestling fans but majority of them is a fuck it's not like in the 70s in the 70s there was fucking racism running rapidly in in wrestling like fucking guys like bobo brazil and 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 rocky rocky johnson they had to deal with that 
that uh, what was it? Tony Atlas. They had to deal with it. Oh, Tony Atlas is rusty again. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. They, they should chant to his ass. Yeah, for real. No, but honestly, or throw bananas at him, whatever. I'm sorry. Yikes. But, wow. <laughs> no, but honestly, it's like um, these days, it's not even they're not people are not even held accountable because because they should because they just want to be part of a media news. They don't. They're not really racist because at the end of the day, you press them and they're like, "No, nah, I didn't mean it like that." I was like joking. That. I was, I was joking. just part of it. No, stop being. We go to we go to indie shows. Right. Uh we don't fucking start like wrestling chants. I would rather like racist chants. I would start chants about your wrestling skills or your gimmick or your hair. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like you yell the wrestlers go, "Where do the haircut? Gay salon?" No, no, we, we've, gay seen, salon but... we've seen Asian wrestlers. Have I ever sat there and go, "Where's my order? <laughs> Where's my <laughs> order?" Like, come on, are you? Where's fucking... my wonton? There was a time, especially when um, Alberto Del Rio was at House of Glory, and he's talking about uh. uh where is all my perros? I was like, I'm not fucking saying that shit. And I'm Spanish. I'm like, I'm not saying that shit. Yeah, hell no. Are you all my perros out here? <laughs> fuck you. I'm, fuck I'm not saying that shit. And then people, the, the, the people are going, perro, perro. It's like, all right. Yeah, perro my ass. Fuck you. I'm not saying that shit. Go fuck your girl that's in the crowd. Fuck out of here. Um, People just say shit to be fucking dorks. Like, they just want to be trolls. It's, I don't get it. Well, people, well, hopefully we'll learn eventually. What but was the other one that they said? It was... um. Uh, um, happy ending. Happy ending and Pearl Harbor. Those are the two ones. <laughs> oh my god, that shit is not even. Happy ending is kind of kind of funny, but yeah. I mean, but Pearl Harbor. I mean, come on, really? Yeah, 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 yeah people are retarded. Pearl Harbor. <sighs> Whatever. Let me move on before I fucking get real stupid on this. I've been in the danger zone. The last thing we're talking about, Red. Yeah, you want to get stupid? Let's talk about the news that you've been waiting for. Oh. Jeff Jarrett. I thought you was gonna bypass this. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Is going into the WWE, uh, not the TNA, the WWE Hall of Fame this year official. Last week we we goofed on it and Red was like, yeah, that'll be the stupidest decision ever. He was like, that's not true. He was like, fuck that. Two days later, breaking news, Jeff Jarrett is in the Hall of Fame. 48 hours later. For real, we goofed on that shit last episode. Check, check it back in the last episode. We literally flamed that shit laughing going, you're fucking kidding me. This is like real news. And look what happened. He's in the Hall of Fame. Red, I'm giving you the stage for this because you already know how I feel. This shit is the stupidest thing ever. This is my opinion. But Red, Red wanted to go off on this shit before, so that was his chance. I to. don't fucking get it. I don't get it. Like, are we running thin? What happened? Papa Shango was like, <laughs> no, but no, he's in. I'm sorry. Yeah, because, uh, oh, man, I forgot Godfather's in it. Uh, what the what, what the fuck? The Berserker was busy that where's day. Where's Duke the Dumpster at? Come on, son. Like, nah. Like, ugh. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. This is. A, you want to talk about a person who was more fucking? <laughs> he was more angry. Wait, my mic went off. It's like CM Punk's pipe bomb. My mic went off. It's like CM Punk's pipe bomb. Shit! Hold on. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm gonna keep it that way. Okay, so this guy was more bitter than Bret Hart. He was more bitter than fucking. Ultimate Warrior. The guy wore the Intercontinental Championship like if he was wearing the heavyweight belt at WWE and was fucking arm, uh, fucking arm like an Armstrong in him for for more money. And he went on to make T go make TNA. And no, 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 wait, 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 hold WWE. on. Before that, he went to fucking WCW. He became champion when fucking Eric Bischoff sat there. Yeah, trying to cut you up. No. Damn these fucking mics. All right, I got to get back into it. All right, so he went to WCW and became champion over there when Eric Bischoff sat there and looked at him and said, you're not championship worthy. You waited until fucking 
Jeff Jarrett doesn't want me to do this, this whole fucking commentary. Hold on. Jeff Jarrett is Is flaming. it you over there? No, I'm good over here, so, man. Um, because you're moving shit over there. No, I'm, I'm touching a fucking mug. Okay, so, um, yeah, he became champion. Slap Nuts became champion. He won <laughs> a fucking championship over Hulk Hogan when Hulk Hogan said that the way he... <clears throat> This is why this company's going to shit. Yo, like, I, I saw the video of him of him fucking hitting Beetlejuice with the guitar, and I was like, "This is what your career was made up of." I, was like, I go oh. for that. It was kind of funny. Though. It was funny, but <laughs> it was funny because it actually probably hurt really bad. I mean, and the other thing was that you ho- you hurt and you hit old women in the head with the guitar. Like, I mean, honestly, the worst Hall of Fame induction possibility you could have chose, but ladies and gentlemen, come uh, on. Uh, then you, I I see people going, "Oh, well deserved, well deserved." Okay, why? Because he and his father started an, uh, another wrestling promotion. Are they gonna acknowledge that? Are they gonna finally acknowledge that TNA, Impact, Global Force, is whatever done? is no that it's relevant? Oh, you think Jeff Harris gonna bring up TNA in his speech? This, this is what I'm talking about. It's what is the point? Oh, he's the greatest intercontinental. No, he's not. They did not say that. Some. In the fucking promo, somebody said, "Oh, Jeff Jarrett is one is the six time Intercontinental Champion, and he, he it's he, called a Miz, you doofus." Jericho is better, way better than yeah, him. Yeah, Jericho is way better. I would have put fucking Razor Ramon over him. Yes, honestly, I would have rather had Eugene in the Hall of Fame than Jeff Jarrett. I mean, honestly, if you want to do a goopy fucking shit, episode fifty. Oh shit! Honestly, I mean, seriously, it's ridiculous that you put him. Him? Why? Who? Do- he must have naked pictures of Vince McMahon. I swear to you, he must have been fucking like interns or some shit. And and Jeff Jarrett got this Hall of Fame in- in ceremony is literally like the most goofiest fucking group of people ever. Now, now my mic is cut off. What the fuck? Yeah, keep going. Like we have fucking Goldberg. Yeah, 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 okay. We, we have- here, this Hall of Fame induction class so far. We have the Dudley Boys, who Bubba Ray went off and said, "Fuck the Hall of Fame," and 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 he's in it. I know he's in it. We have Goldberg, like really. He was really disrespectful <laughs> to fucking um to WWE. Jeff Jarrett is in it. And the only one that's <laughs> and like Molly Holly's the only one that I, not Molly Holly Ivory. Oh, Ivory's the only one with a salute, and she's uh, the one that says, "Fuck it, give me in. I, I'll take a ring." Yeah, she goes, "I'll take a ring." Like this is the worst class ever. <laughs> like this shit's gonna oh, suck. I got, I got I got to cut it off because we were about to go on the two hour mark. So, Oof, um, all right, all right. So let's just do um. Uh, this is ridiculous. All right, you want to do raw real quick? Just quick update. Yeah. I, I didn't do. I didn't watch raw, so go ahead. <laughs> I didn't watch. You didn't watch raw? No, motherfucker. You made me watch raw. Oh, shit. I made I you watch raw. Yeah, because I missed it. That fucking nice. So I had to do homework the rest of the week. Shit. I watched SmackDown two or five live. The Gauntlet match was fucking amazing. Oh, let's salute Seth Rollins real quick because I because uh, I watched amazing. that. I watched parts of that. I wa- yo. I was in that shit. I felt like I was wrestling in that shit with Seth Rollins. That shit was fucking amazing, man. He literally did two five star matches to in the night. Shout John Cena and fucking Roman Reigns to put him fucking Seth Rollins over, man. Yes. Yo, shout out to you fucking guys. That man. was the, that was a, the, the I best. I know they Roman bit their the dicks during that shit, but god damn it, thank you for fucking doing that, man. Shit. Um, that's why I think bigger and better. You know what? Now it makes me think: Is Seth gonna be the winner of the Elimination Chamber? They might be doing that. They want. I think they're pushing him to be the next big guy. I think he should be easily, if he doesn't do that, easily icy champion. Yeah, yeah. He needs yeah, an icy belt yeah, run. Yeah. I think. Has he had the icy belt? No. Run? Yeah. So that might be a. Better that'll make guy. him the. That'll make him the. I always all say, time Grand Slam. Yeah, put fucking Roman heel, and then you're good. Just put if you make heel. him heel, I wouldn't mind him winning. <laughs> like I really wouldn't, because he'll be a good fucking heel. And by the way, we didn't discuss anything about Braun Strowman during that elimination sh- the elimination chamber match. I. Th- Feel that they're gonna screw him over one way, which is fine. 
He doesn't need the belt right he now. He does the spots and he fucking, and then he, he leaves. He doesn't need the belt right now. He's, no, he's so like, over. Give that man the belt. He doesn't well, need I it. want to have the belt, but I don't, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it now. Um, Rollins, though, got a major push last that night. Was, that, that was fucking awesome. A- anything that happened afterwards, it was like lackluster. Even when Finn came in and him and Elias, they matches, whatever, it was, it was, it was cool. Um, the Miz and then the Braun Strowman thing happened. Braun with, like, you didn't expect Braun. You should have put Braun first. Yes, yes, you should have. And give, and give, and fucking Seth the real push. But I see what they did there. It was cool. It, it was really, really cool. Put, put. Any, any other highlights of Raw? Because okay, I know we haven't done this in a while, but wrestling of the wrestlers of the week, we're doing Seth, Seth, Seth Rollins is the only person oh. there, like without a doubt. Like Seth Rollins is the man. He is the one. He just he won wrestler of the week this this week. I think we should bring that back. By the way, yeah, we should do it. I think we should bring that back every week. That and um, we got to bring back um Walter Red Carlo. Yes. <laughs> So, um, what else I don't roll? Anything else important? Uh, nothing I, I really major. Cl- I know I'm, we're clocking the two-hour mark, so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more happy about the, the, that finally the Titus, the Titus brand is getting there. Their title yes, shot. yes, yes. It's a, it's a good, it's a good thing. Apollo bro. and Titus finally gonna get their call up. Um, uh, it, it, like you said, the, the, the intercontinental belt needs to start getting a little bit more of, of shine. Yes, but and it will. It will. And it, it should be getting. And the women closed it. When week. Samoa Joe comes back, believe, you best believe he's gonna go in the IC picture and ASAP back again. Yeah. With 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 Seth Rollins and Finn, and that's gonna be a good mid mid card division. Uh, SmackDown. They're talking about SmackDown. There was there was an article that said that SmackDown's become the kid friendly version of WWE. Really? I don't think so. But okay. I kind of see it. I don't know. I, I kind of see it, but they do get bigger pops though. Like they. T- People are arguing about the SmackDown arenas being empty. That's your fault, fans, first though, because I know if SmackDown was in here, I'd go buy it. So, you know. Um, the one thing that I can say about SmackDown, it shouldn't be live. SmackDown shouldn't be live. Come on. If you want a bigger audience, um, right. li- listen, listen to what I'm listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Their argument is that they're not getting an audience. It's on a Tuesday night. You're having families and everybody come out at eight o'clock, probably seven or six o'clock. What you should do is pre-record it at five o'clock. Do your two o seven live, and what else is recorded at the same day? Oh, the mix, the mix match, mix match challenge. Okay, start it at five, and then not pre-record it, but um, have it on delay when it came to oh, comes to eight o'clock because on a Tuesday night you got to work the next day. Do I do I really want to fucking be at a wrestling event until twelve o'clock at night? No, it's what I'm saying. So start. So why don't early. you change it back to Friday night SmackDown and make it that live? That's not a bad idea either. Like, make it Friday night SmackDown. And it, it, it would be sold out every night. Friday night, go see wrestling. The weekend, start the that, weekend that's off. That's not a bad idea either. I don't think live is a thing, should be a thing for wrestling anymore. No, I don't think I don't think wrestling not being live shouldn't be a thing anymore. No, live should be prevalent, but... Because it ruins it. Because I'm getting spoilers on, Tuesday, on Facebook. If you want it on Tuesdays, right. start a little bit early. You won't get too much spoilers. At least you start a little bit earlier, so the event will probably be done by 9 o'clock. And the show... On TV will be done at ten, so you get to yeah. I, it, they they need to fix something right now, but, but I think you're right. It should be on Friday. Friday night SmackDown Friday, should be Friday should be a should be event. should be a thing again. Friday but, night SmackDown. But you know, you know what they think is that they're losing ratings. It's like, do you want the ratings? Because there's no such thing as ratings anymore. Because anybody watches it on social media. But or no on, one's watching the show on Tuesdays anyway because people have work and school. Right. And people, but the whole uh, thing is like, are you are you worried about the ratings? Or are you worried about attendance? You gotta I think, worry I, I about think they're worried about ratings more than tenants right exactly. now. Exactly. So I think that possibly they really should uh, like 
circumvent their right. ideas of what it is. But other than that, um, SmackDown was pretty cool. We, uh, just real quick, uh, real we got, quick. We got the um, what's it? Um, New Day. The New Day are going to face um, fucking god, the Usos again. But but we all know what's going to happen. The Bludgeon Brothers are probably going to be put in that match, and they're going to be they're going to win the belts. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, um, United States Championship. We got um, what is it called? United States Championship, we got Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and Randy Orton in the mix. They're probably going to have a triple threat at Fastlane. Well, it's Bobby Roode versus Randy for uh, the belt at Fastlane. But they're probably going to put fucking Jinder in there. Yeah, one way Making or it a triple threat. We still have time. This is not the elimination chamber, so this is going to be fast as different. Uh-huh. Um, Women's Championship, oh, please. The Riot Squad, I hate so much. But they're uh, it's official at Fastlane. We're going to get Charlotte versus Ruby Riot, And we all know what that means. Oscar's definitely 100% going to fucking Charlotte. By the way, Carmella hasn't cashed in yet. No, she... You know what I think? WrestleMania. Think so? I think they might pull the fucking sp- the most shocking thing on the planet, and Oscar's gonna go to smack. Oscar's gonna win the belt, and I think Carmelo's gonna fucking cash in on Oscar, bro. I don't know. I'm seeing something without. With Car- they're That's sa- not a bad idea. I actually sa- smiled when I. They're saving her for the mo- for a lit moment. They're gonna push yeah. her to the moon. So yeah, you think so? Yes, and she's gonna cash in at Mania, or she's gonna cash in at Fastlane. Maybe that's not I a, don't know. A, a, the Mania moment. Might be the Mania way might, better. It she might, might pull Seth Rollins. Yeah, it might be way. Seeing better. Oscar and Charlotte go at it for like um, five star, and then the fucking Carmella comes in. Yeah, perfect. But um, that's about it. What else we got for the ch- championship? We got fucking this. Is the five way matches is like. Um, Are you upset at this? Like about what? The the five way? No. No, just because I just because they we've seen him versus Kevin and Semi for the longest. Just add two more people in there, make it more spot wise, right. make it more fun. It's I thought more, this past cool SmackDown was actually really good with the 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 way that you see a certain. It's not a Baron Corbin turn, but it's like people starting to like him a lot. Yeah, man. yeah, but it's another thing to where it's like. You know I'm tired of this bullshit. Let me yes. yeah, let me get into this fucking mix already, man. right? Yeah, yeah I think it's time for it's now Dolph. Dolph too. I'm loving Dolph. Yeah, I, I think, told you, right? I said it. I, I think Dolph you. should turn face again, but I, I think his his underdog thing was such a great. I always thing. like him as a tweener. It works for me anyway. But um, in this in this rivalry, you just I'm just waiting to see what the fuck is gonna be the WrestleMania outcome for me. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Nakamura and Styles. Yeah, that's all they're waiting for. And Nakamura's probably going to come in after Ridge Styles wins up Fastly, and they're going to point the WrestleMania signs. And be oh, and they, uh, they, Nakamura wasn't on SmackDown because they had nothing for him. The, you could have Nakamura off of TV until Mania. Yes. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Nobody cares. He's in a special attraction. Exactly. That's what I said. But that's our wrestling. One rundown. more shout out. Oh, go ahead, sir. Buddy Murphy, 205 Live. Holy shit. That finisher. I'm telling you, I, last week I was like, yo, Buddy Murphy's coming and it's going to be lit. You he, saw that match, and he didn't. He didn't. He, he did not disappoint. Yeah, he did. That finish. Everyone, su- I suggest you now go check out his finisher online. Fucking amazing, man! Two hundred five live is back. I'm oh. I'm buying a two hundred five live shirt. And by the way, shout out to a, a, a big supporter of the show and also a guy that we haven't had in a while. Our boy, that punk Isaac, yo. Yes, shout out, shout out to you, boy. Isaac. Yo, thank you for being a big, big supporter. Big all fan the graphic of, designs. Thank you for everything, brother. Turnbuckle tabloid, man. Episode fifty. You got you. You've been there from. Um, A1, day one, man. Thank you for being a part of it as well. We got to be out of here, man. Yes, we do. 50 episodes down, 51 next week. Then we got 52, 53. Hundreds coming. Going and going and going. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on the like and group page on Facebook, Turnbuckle Tabloid. Check us out on Instagram at Turnbuckle Tabloid, as well as on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab. And on the YouTuber at at TRSS Turnbuckle Tab. And on Anchor, TRSS Turnbuckle Tab. Guys, it's been an amazing run for us, man. Fifty episodes. It's all, we're only getting started. It's it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. You guys are dope. And make sure you check us out on RageWorks.net where everything is good under the umbrella. That is all 
in the culture, pop culture, everything relevant. Make sure you check us out on RageWorks.net. That's where you get everything from all the podcasts, TV shows, movies, uh, comic books, everything prevalent and relevant in the culture, pop culture, that is. RageWorks.net. Listen, I'm not best for the business. I'm best for everybody. I am the king of talk style. And I'm the king of jerk style. All right, guys. Make sure you guys take a bump. We out of here. Thank you for being a part of episode 50. Yes, sir. 50 more. Let's get ready.